You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. I'm Von Qualified Opinion and Unwavering Bias. Not bad. Not your best. No, not the best. Not the best. Well, I didn't even really get into a tune that you could recognize. That was almost like a brain malfunctioning. I was prepared to play off the back of you. We often do that. Yeah. We have a storied history of supporting one another. Song and dance. Mm. Less we're, dancing, more singing. We're song and dance men, though. We are. We are. We're classically trained. Mm. Well, not classically no, trained. No, unclassically, unclassically trained. trained. But you would be... Uh, you could get it wrong sometimes. You could look at us, the way that we move, sing and dance and say, those boys are classically trained. We're not classically trained. We're, we're unclassically, unclassically trained. trained. But we give the illusion of being classically trained. Why? Because we're so goddamn good at it. Yes. But not then. That was a slip up. That was a... A brain malfunction, as Tom put it. That's all it was. It was a CD skipping. Maybe you didn't get enough sleep. Maybe you had too many beers yesterday. I don't know. I can't answer that for you. All no. I know is it was it was very, very mediocre from you. I mean, so you started off giving me a little less criticism. It then turned into very mediocre. No, because you know. are great, generally. That's all I'm saying. It could have been a lot better. That we do know. Yeah, it could have been a lot better. Now, it wasn't. And what do we do here? You either get stuck in the quagmire of poor performance or you rise from the ashes like a phoenix. Do phoenixes even exist? I'm not sure. But if they do, you rise. We are back. It is a Monday. Early Monday. Real, like, frost on the grass sort of early, even though it's summer. It's that early. Um... It's Valentine's Day, which I only realised coming in, I've forgotten. Haven't said anything to Steph. Didn't mention it. We got up, we farted around for like an hour, and then I left the house. Well, Valentine's Day fluff is, you know, just what the doctor ordered sometime. Ella and I acknowledged its existence last night. I haven't said anything today. That's what I mean. She was sort of asleep. Steph wasn't. But it's not like it's her birthday, you know? Yeah. I don't think you need to... You know, meet the day with a big happy Valentine's Day. I don't think not as we're not breaking out song and dance men stuff for Valentine's Day. Well, I might later on. I might I might put a performance on later on in the day, Tom. I've always thought to myself, and I'm happy to hear criticism here, that Valentine's Day more of something that gets into its work sort of late Arvo early evening. Okay, I, I hear you. Because it's sort of like if it's your birthday, you want to like, you, as soon as you wake up, someone's like, all day. All and day. then all day. Yeah, and probably a couple after as well. And maybe the day oh, before, yeah. it'll be mentioned. Maybe the week before. And also, though, the, probably the weekend coming. Yes. A birthday, you might be able to squeeze a week out of a birthday. But Valentine's yeah. Day, you're already doing a... You're already... I'm already not into it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm already off the day. So I'm not really fucking... You're lucky if I'm doing anything. But... I, so I do agree with that, that maybe later in the day, if I come home with a flower yes. or flowers, yes. I think then I'm good. You've ticked the box. Yeah. All I'm trying to say is, do people wake up and go, happy Valentine's Day and Losers give do. gifts and shit? Yeah, I bet they do, dude. People is that take a thing? It, I bet you it is. People take it way too seriously. But I don't think that there's anything in it for us. There's, a, there's no way of winning Valentine's Day as a man in that you don't get anything out of it. Well, you can. I've made a point in the past of saying, if we're doing something, I'm getting something. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah. This is not a one-way street. This isn't like shower your woman day. But it did, But it is, though. It, Yeah, but love's two-way, bruh. I know. Love's a two-way highway. Love, you know that. Love know that. goes both ways. Love goes both ways. Love's bi, dude. Love's bi as fuck, dude. Love, bo love, 
loves it. And love doesn't matter. Doesn't all care. holes, yeah. you know? Love says, give me all holes. Yeah, love. Fill me up, says love. So, or let me fill you up. Like, or know, let me fill you up, yeah. buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> That's love for That's you. love. Love swings both ways. Love is bi. We know that. Now, all I'm saying is, if love's bi, I want something too. Yes. Which historically has sort of been the case. Okay. Which I'd, is good. I couldn't tell you. Maybe we just don't do... We don't. I know Seth doesn't really care about Valentine's Day, which is nice. I'll, we'll do like, I think the last couple of years I'll make dinner or we'll make dinner or something. Mm. We'll like put a little bit of effort into the dinner that we're having. Yes. As opposed to going out for meals. Why, punters and dribblers? Uh, I don't want to pay $45,000 a head for a 10, meal, 10 course degustation on a Monday when I'm like not that into Not that into fucking going out anyway. Do you know what I mean? I, I mean, and then also like, you want to talk about the inflation of flower prices? For one day, like they will flower inflation. Flower inflation is one of the great heists of all time on Valentine's Day. Oh, here's a rose for fifty bucks, and that fifty bucks isn't me being hyperbolic. Where it's like, oh, just throw like fifty bajillion dollars. Motherfuckers will try to sell you a flower for fifty bucks on Valentine's Day. It's a rose. I'm like you pieces of shit. Roses? You know that I am time poor and I fucking forgotten, and I just need something here. Mm. So I'm going to spend fifty bucks on a flower that's going to be dead in half an hour. Oh, it's not good. Nip into Woolies. That's fresh food people. Fresh food people. That's a tip for young players that are looking to, you know, conserve the wallet. Mm. Nip into Woolies. You pick something up for 15, 20 bucks. Bang. Woolies, you say? He's best in class. I haven't noticed Don't go to a florist. No, dude. Look, I like to support small business and support florists. If you've got the coin... Go support them. Yeah. But if you're fucking a bit light in the park... Then you go to the fresh food people. Go to the fresh food people. Say Eddie sent you. You get 20% off. And free shipping. <laughs> you might Here's get the code dribblers at the fucking yeah, counter. At the counter. Yeah. Seriously. Come on the fucking checkout person and see how that works. They might give you a discount or you might get kicked out. Either either. But you got to, you know, you got to be in it to win it. Yeah. As I've always said. And, you know, the rose. I mean, the roses, I like them. Roses are overrated. They're though, overrated. So. Thank you, Eddie. Thank you. I'm glad we're on the same page. Oh, we're, we're on we're, the same page. We're fucking dialed in today. I'm feeling like at least on flowers. Yes, which is a good place to start. It's a great place to start, especially on Valentine's Day. That's right. Uh, They're overrated. Roses overrated. They're overrated. You know, they're too expensive. They've always been expensive. They as have, well. but then, like, then I they know go. the price goes up on Valentine's Day. I'm not an idiot. You know, I get it. Yeah, but better. Best be known that those motherfuckers are always expensive. Yeah, their 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 basement price is not exactly cheap. You go get six roses, dozen roses. Pfft. All right. Wait, what, your mortgage in the house? <laughs> you're not eating this week, bro. No. You're not eating I this week. I hope you're planning on losing weight. Get you're the megarang out. Megarang long term can't be good for you. Surely. Short term still not good for you. Short term better than long term. Ask my asshole when I get to the <laughs> toilet. <laughs> Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I... As far as flowers go, I'm a sunflower man, if I can be honest with you. I can't smell anything, right? We know this. So you can be as delightfully smelling as you want, and I don't give a fuck. So you need, you need pomp and pageantry. I need pomp pageantry and like, here we go. I'm here. I'm a flower. Notice me. And to me, that's the sunflower. Well, the sunflower, an intelligent flower, it goes, what's the most visible, most, you know, intense, most persistent body in the sky yeah the sun the sun i'm gonna mimic it i'm gonna model myself of him yeah or her or her it it's doing pretty well yeah we don't know the gender they are doing pretty well 
This is the sun. This is the sun. <laughs> Doing a very good job. It's got longevity. Yes, they last. We're looking about eight billion-ish, give or take a couple of years. Maybe I'm going to fuck like the sun. But the sunflower also has longevity for a flower. It does exactly. Again, I said it mimics. Yeah. So I'm always bringing home a sunflower or two for Steffi. We had a big sunflower painting in our dining room that Steph painted. You did. And you then do? she fucking painted over it. Did she? Yeah. And now it's just like a smushed out, like there's nothing on it. I'm like, why'd she do that? Have you got to the bottom of it? She just does shit sometimes. You know what I mean? It's her painting. What can I do? Well, you can't do anything, but you can, but you can say, listen, that sunflower you, you painted, why'd you get rid of it? She knew that I was a huge fan of that sunflower. That's why she got rid of it. That's why you're probably right. You did something wrong. She resented me for something and she's gone, fuck him. Yeah, well, she probably sat down to paint one day and said to herself, that fucking Tom. Yeah, we probably had a fight and then she's put on some like breakup music or something and just smushed mm. all the painting. Some Adele, yeah. this is some Susan Boyle. Or JoJo. Get out right, right now, it's the, the end, end of you and me. I can't Too late, can't wait for you to be gone. Come on! Now about her and, and I, I wonder how I went on the lies. You say that you could treat me right, but you were just a waste of time. Waste, waste of time. time. Do you know that song, Dave? I don't. But I feel like that's a new song. That's not even a... Cause that ain't new, new bro. Oh, okay, no. All right, my bad. Shout out to Jojo. Shout out to Jojo. One of the greats all time. One of the greats. Pretty sure a bit of a one hit wonder, but... No, she had two songs. What she was had... the other one? You would know it. You would 100% Find know Find Jojo's it. other song, Dave. Um, all right. I mean, she's probably got multiple songs because she's... We just go to Spotify with the top two. Uh, Beautiful. Leave, Get Out. Yeah, that's the one yeah. we just had. Uh, Baby, It's You. Sorry. Too, yeah. too Little, Too Late. Too Little, Too Late. We can sing the fucking words to it then. Put it on, Dave. Um, okay, hang on. I'm sure there's a second one. Could be wrong. Listen, at this point, if we don't know it, to me, it's a one-hit wonder. Oh, I think I know this one. I don't. Too little, too late. Yeah, you know this one. <laughs> you know this. Yeah, okay. I apologize. Yeah. yeah. Um, I still don't think it holds a candle to get out, but that's fine. It doesn't. No. Good. I'm glad we're on the same page there. But Again. it's still memorable she fucked the, fu she, the the thing is that steph fucked the sunflower painting that's what we need to take away from that eddie how was your weekend how was your weekend well we got we went out to dinner on friday night no, you went out you and i went out i was saying this to steph i was like you know what we spent a lot of time together you and i it was nice just to get back to like agenda free just you and me and elza and steph just getting out there and just having fun yep and on those terms alone yep it was a good night it was a great night for all. We got pissed, at least I did. <sighs> we pounded yeah. margaritas into below. We got, we got through the mantle. That's our first bit. Into the crust. crust no, down no, into the core. I think, I think crust, crust mantle, mantle core. core. We got all the way down to the core with mm. those. We, Slot down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be, right, you gotta be right, made of the right stuff. You got to be made of the right stuff to get that many margaritas down into the core of the earth when we got the bill we were like oh that was we okay we'll get this one well it was the girls who wanted to take us out for dinner which was very nice but sometimes you can't turn off being a chivalrous gentleman well when we were like 
you'd almost argue that like, oh, you're taking this out for dinner? Right, well, we're going to have 10 margaritas each. <laughs> <laughs> and then the bill came and it's like, oh, shit. And I mean, you know, technically, you know, fiance, wife, what's mine is yours, yours, theirs, theirs, theirs. But it was like, just let's. We had a lot. We had a well, the mood was set when we went to Bill's first. Shout out to Bill's worst service all time. Worst service all time, Bill's Double Bay. Bill's Double Bay, worst service of all time. Bill, if you're listening, fire your staff, start again. Mm. We were waiting I'm, for I'm like usually a big fan of your work, Bill Granger. I usually am. I experienced you for the first time in Hawaii many years ago. I think you've since left Hawaii, but I enjoyed you then. I enjoyed you in Double Bay. I enjoyed you in Darlinghurst. Bondi. Uh, Bondi, rather. Darlinghurst. Darlinghurst as well. Double Bay. Went there with Elza for a couple. Fucking no one in there. No one in there. 20 minutes to get a drink. You two came. Half an hour. We're drinkless. I'm like, bruh, where are these drinks? She goes, oh, you just put them in the fucking shaker. I'm like, too late. Cancel. Too late. We have a reservation to get to, Bill. While I was sitting there as well, this guy came up from outside and was like, where's our food? And they're like, oh, I don't know, just getting made. He's like, don't bother. Yeah, I'm right. Leaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was... I, when I first arrived... Shit show central. When I first arrived, I tried to get attention. I'm like waving at people and they're looking me dead in the eyes and doing nothing about it. There was like, no one there. Oh, I'm about to lose. They were all at the back. They're all hiding at the back. Now, listen, I'm prepared, Eddie, as we were on the night, because obviously, you know, you got to try and play devil's advocate, benefit of the doubt stuff. Are they COVID affected with just some like really shit stuff? I mean, maybe, but I just don't if think... If you can't serve two tables, don't open. Don't open. Don't open. Don't open. Mm. Two tables. It's also bills. You got like 50 fucking places. I'm sure you can do it. If you can't handle two tables, don't <laughs> open. That's all I'd say. And well, that's was, an old adage. It was a little arsey to ask for a tip at the end, but that's... It was, dude. That's they asked for a tip. I was like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> you cheeky bastards. Yeah, yeah uh, I'm just going to leave this here for you guys and yeah, I'll come back. I'm like, yeah. oh. Fill in your tip at... Uh, yeah. yeah. Leave what you want. Well, I'm not leaving anything. No, I feel like you owe us money for time wasted. But we got into our work, Tom. Know that. Know that we got into our work. Yep. I enjoyed it. It led to my next day. So I had to go to a wedding the next day. Shout out to Antonio and Jordan. Congratulations. Cousin of Steph? Uh, nephew. Nephew. And now niece, I think, if that's how that works. Don't know. I have now like a 25-year-old nephew. 33. So just so you know, I'm basically, a, I'm a fucking real cool uncle. Um, I was, Does he call you Uncle Tom? Uh, they used to call me Hobo Uncle Tom when I used to live in Redfern <laughs> because I was like a fucking bong-smoking, cardigan-wearing... You know, meagerang, bacon-eating, shingles-having, homeless yeah. guy, basically, because our place was a pile Walked around with a growler. Walked around with a... What's a growler? Aren't those fucking... Oh, those are... Yeah, yeah, like yeah, I certainly didn't, but I was, I was spending time you with people that did. You would thought that was I was cool certainly around... I'm going to take my growler to the pub and fill it up and go home. <laughs> those people do annoy me. No offence to anyone, but, like... We get it, No offence to the growler community, but no, it's annoying. But it's annoying. And why? Like, is it, is it an us problem? Maybe, but you guys frustrate me greatly. <laughs> just because it's like you take beer too seriously. It's just, it's not that serious a situation. It's not that serious. It's not that serious. It's a drink really, bloke and shut yeah, up. Drink bloke and fuck off. Uh, now, if you want a bloke growler, I'll allow it only because bloke are friends, but I'm still not happy that you're using a growler. Edward, I woke up with... Um, one of the great headaches all time on Saturday. Yep. And I felt like it was important for me to share a bit of my experience with everyone because you and I have discussed pain medication in the past, paracetamol, 
home brand v panadol rapid v fucking standard i've got to be honest with everyone and i think at the time you and i were like why the fuck would you get panadol for an extra 12 dollars when you can just get your normal paracetamol and we're also saying well, why pa- would you pa- pay paracetamol is paracetamol it's, this, it's, all, it's, all, it's all the same it's shit a, it's identical but i'm saying home brand is just usually it's called paracetamol right and the other one's called like panadol it's identical yes it is but then why would you get the rapid when which is like what threw us the rapid or the fucking thing yes. well daddy got himself some panadol rapid mm. and i'm not joking i had the worst headache i've had in fuck it since i had covid covid headache was bad but like that was part of it this was this was a self-inflicted hangover headache it was fucked i was laying on the couch just trying to give evie food just so she'd just let me just lay there popped two of these panadol rapid anti-action max whatever the fuck they're called i felt a million dollars in 15 minutes and i was like oh my god when i was younger I are just, you not a, are you not a, are you not a i never touch panadol oh you don't touch it i just don't touch it i i've i don't understand people that don't i don't and they're like well it's not good for you i'm like bro i'm not fucking having this shit all the time i probably need to take panadol for a really bad hangover headache once every six weeks maybe like on the weekend i wake up good to go bro went looked at a few houses had some fucking agalos baby i'm good mm. i was sweet yeah. ella not good no. i was good she's scared of panadol as well i'm not scared of panadol i was just more like if i don't really need it i'm not gonna have it like i'm not just gonna have it but self-inflicted like, but, but that's what i don't understand if you've either got a headache or you don't but i can deal i've well maybe it's why also why would you deal with it why would you bother Maybe it's also early 20s where I just didn't really care. But I About can't... being in pain? Yeah, I don't what know. What am I missing? Uh, look, I, I hear you. Like, there's logic to your queries there is. There is logic to my queries. All I'm saying is, Eddie, I am now a Panadol convert <laughs> because I had it. And then after about four hours, it started to wear off and the headache started to come back. Came back? Yeah, dude. It was a, really? it was a bad headache. Had you eaten? Uh, I don't remember. I don't think so. If, well, that's why. Tip for young players. You gotta eat. Yeah, I know. I try you and do my to. fast. If you don't eat, if you don't eat, you will fall off a cliff. Okay. It's because I try and fast before midday. Yeah, but mate, not after a big night on the Margies. What are you doing I, to yourself? I know that, but the thing is for me. What's wrong with you? Well, it's, no, not, it's not midweek and no, you try but to in fucking ge- seize the day. No, in general, that's just how I like to eat. So it's not like about a fucking You exercise. had a ham and cheese croissant moments ago. I know. That's because I'm hung again. And I'm like, but you're not I need as hung it. as you were. But I had to do this. I need to be up and about for the punter and the dribbler. So I pounded a ham and cheese crowy uh, and tomato toasted. Very good. Very cheesy. Very salty. In fact, I feel a bit tired after. Very oily. Oily as fuck. The reason I didn't. And also, I was going to a wedding where it was going to be like heaps of nice food and shit. So I was like, fuck it. We'll go. Anyway, I hear you. When you're hungover... All bets are off. Fuck your fucking fasting. Fuck your fucking fasting. Well said. Uh, and get into your work. But I didn't. So the, the headache came back. Daddy pounded two more rapids. Look who's back. <laughs> Look who's back. So I'm with you, right? I'm not taking them for anything or for everything. You only take them sparingly when you need. But holy shit balls, dude. That It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. So shout out to Panadol at Did Rapid. Did you get them after our conversation? Or have you always got them kicking around? No, I bought them in Milton because, well, like Molly Mook when we were down there, because I had a headache down there already. Mate, I like to travel in my toiletries overnight bag. 
Bang. Yeah. Some rapids, some rapids. Yeah. And some Gaviscon. And then you're a, you're a, then you're a, the, you're a gourd sufferer, aren't you? Sometimes, every now and then. But then all bases are covered. Have I got a headache? Not a problem. Have I got indigestion? Not a problem. Whereas mine's got to be: With Have you. I got a headache? Not a problem. Have I got hay fever that won't quit? I need probably. Have I got like, shingles again? Have, have I, I got, got shingles? Foot and mouth again? Have I got COVID again? Have I got fucking psoriasis? Oh yeah, yeah I can't so get rid of that. I can't get rid of that. That thing's always that thing's always on. Um, I went to this wedding and it was lovely mm-hmm. and I'm sitting in there as the fucking priest gives a sermon and like I get it I think you know probably some priests are good like some priests will give you something you can take away with you like some are good some are good I'm not saying this guy's bad some are good though this guy but this, this guy was a bit meandering he went for a long time and it was like a lot about well, himself that's Sorry, and he bro. starts like fucking it's not about you. Starts talking about rugby league at one point, like which you know it certainly was the part I started listening. But I was like, okay, I'm I'm out again. He started talking about para, so I'm like, I'm done. But he started talking to me about well, to me to everyone about the impo- like how a marriage should work and a relationship should work and all this shit. And like this is what marriage and and I was like, correct me if I'm wrong here, priesty. You haven't even fucked anyone, right? Like, what do you know about? Do you know what I'm saying? I don't know where the church is at in that regard. Do priests... Root? I'm like, dude, you haven't even fucking had sex with a woman, let alone married one. I don't know. What if he's married? I thought that they couldn't. I thought they were married to God. No, 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 no. I think priests can get married. Nuns this guy was nuns can't. No, nuns can't, of course. But um, do, do, the, 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 he was in some robes. Were you? Robes. Was this Catholic? Yeah. What denomination are we talking in? Maybe Catholic. It was in a church in Manly, like yeah. So Catholic Church, it says um, clerical celibacy is mandated for all clergy. This guy didn't seem like he chong. Put it that way. Oh, so they can't. What? Even if they're married? No. Well, you can't get married, Eddie. Oh, they can't get married. No. Really? Yeah. If you're a reverend, you can. Shout out to Seventh Heaven. But if you are a priest, you're married to the Lord. So I'm like, dude, you don't know the first thing about being married. You've never been in a relationship with respect, except for the one that happens to be between you and God. So don't start fucking telling me about how marriage works. Bruh. Well, maybe he's been around so many. He thinks he... I get it, dude. Like, you know, I've got... sort of got to be in the trenches, though. I've got friends who work in the mines. Like, can I start fucking kicking around advice? Uh, Look, here's how you work a fucking drill bit. Do you use drills in the mines? Probably. I don't know, Eddie, but I can talk about it. (laughs) I'm with you. I'm hearing you. Does he think his relationship with God somehow makes him, you know, an expert on human relationships? I think they, they do like to give out advice, priests, don't they? I think it's part of the job, isn't it? Well, I know it is, but it's like... Fucking made you the boss. <laughs> well, no one. No one. God, apparently. I'm with you. They are funny, though. Priests. I'm hearing you. Priests can be a bit like like a dude at the bar who's like, you, you've got, he isn't with your group and he comes up and just starts telling you yarns. And you're like, oh, okay, man. Like, are you, you still talking to us about this thing? Okay. Yep, sure. Um, what the fuck? Is, who's this guy? Who's this guy here? Whose mate is this? Can we get this guy to... F- and eventually you just tell him to fuck off or you leave. Or you just turn your back. Yeah, exactly. That's 
cut him out of the circle. You cut him out. Sometimes you have to be as ruthless as that. Well, it depends how many liquors you've had, bro. Yes. But the wedding itself, lovely, beautiful wedding. Nice. And Croatian. So, like, there was Croatian flags and flares and did shit. Did you get pissed? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. I was on daddy duty as well. So, like, we just had Zoe in the prime. Did they not put you under as much pressure as they have in the past to... To get flogged? Man up and fucking drink the hard stuff? Uh, no, because it was a wedding, it's... Like, I'm just one of the many people there. It's not about me. It's more when you go to, like, the family events where they're like, oh, here's the bloody... Here's the ringing. Here's the white boy Aussie. Here's the soft, soft-bodied soft white boy Australian. Let's go and get him into some rakia. But they... Dude, the rakia was flowing. They have, like, these f uh, flagons? Yeah, flagon. Yep. Is that what it's called, Dad? No, I think it's a flagon. Like, yeah. it's like a circle. It's like a circle with a little... And it's on, like, a... It's on like a rope. They, they, all the, they're like a bunch of them. All the men are wearing like ropes of fucking flagons of goddamn rakia everywhere. Everyone's drinking it. No. Nah, not those. It's like a, it's like a, uh, imagine like a big circle hip flask, but it's not a hip flask, obviously. They're pounding it into the earth. And then like, a, they've all got like, there's heaps of like disposable shot glasses and shit. They're just bongs, Dave. Yeah. Um, and they're just constantly going around with it. And it's like, it'll, it'll put hair on your sack. Believe that. I've never had anything as fucking strong as Rakia, I don't think. They use it as medicine over there as well. Fair income. Yeah, they're just like, this will, this will kill everything inside you, so just have it. Um, but it was lovely. It was lovely. Thanks again for having us. I fell asleep in the car at home. It was beautiful. Oh, you didn't drive? Nah. No. Nah. Mummy drove. And how did you swindle that, given it was her? <coughs> She's still breastfeeding Zoe, so she can't get all fucking Malibu boobies in her. Yeah, fair Or, uh, is it Malibu? What's the, what's the milky alcohol? Who looked after the... Uh, Evie? She stayed with my father and my brother at our place. Shout out to Will and Bill. Um, I think it was... You know, chaos city. Dad's hurt his knee, Will's hurt his back, and she's just a terror. And like... What's he done to his back? Uh, he was deadlifting and he just... <laughs> he he just, can't deadlift. He just deadlifted and he just felt like a... And he's like, oh... <laughs> he told me he's, he's gone like... Because Will's fit, right? Will's like a big, thick Australian boy. He's a strong boy. And he's gone... Don't tell us. He said he's felt his back just go... But, and he's gone, oh... And he's just turned, he's put it down. And he's just, he just walked straight out of the gym, like to his car, just to try and get, to go home. It was such a fucking funny story. I was like, my God, bro. So now he's like needing to go to physios and oh, you know, get it all sorted. But then you come look after Evie, who's a fucking psycho, who just wants to climb all over him. Mate, I fucked my back deadlifting years ago. And it took like, I don't know, five years to be properly right. I wouldn't, I won't deadlift again. No way. Apparently deadlifting is the greatest like all-round body workout you can do. I saw a powerlifter the other day. We might have even talked about this before. Maybe talking to Joe Rogan, being like the risk to reward of deadlifting is not worth it. Oh, it's really? like unless you're deadlifting because you want to get like your want to get great at deadlifting because you're going to be a fucking deadlifter or some shit. Yeah. Don't bother because it's too easy to fuck your back. Yeah. And your back, very important. Very important. Mate, it is the most if important. If you have a bad back, dude, my... Oh, it's tough to get around. Mate of mine, James Downing, was in bed for like two weeks. 
Couldn't even fucking watch TV. Couldn't roll over and shit. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a no. crazy debilitating thing. That oh, bro, oh, bro, you don't want to fuck around with the back. No, you don't. So deadlift at your own peril. People might be like, "You're soft, dirty," but mm, nah. Am I? I mean, who the fuck's saying that? You're soft. You don't deadlift. Well, I mean, there would be people, there but would they're losers. Definitely be people, bro. Yeah. But those people reveal themselves by just merely saying that sentence. You're like, okay, <laughs> okay. I don't even need to come back. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shush. But so what did you do? Did you do anything Saturday? Or did you keep it quiet Saturday? Uh, after? I kept it quiet. I don't even know. I don't know. You don't even know. I don't even know. What do, I don't know. Isn't that weird? Well, it's probably due to... Um, didn't do much. Did fuck all. Flopped about. You flopped. Flopped about yesterday. Watched the UFC. Yeah, that Had was a couple good. of beers, but here we are. Here we are. I think Tom, we've meandered long enough. Oh, we've meandered along this road. I think it's time to talk some sport. There's actually a little bit on. There is actually a bit on. There's a bit of narrative and yarn to cover. Yeah. So we got to we chew through it. some shit. We'll cover Super it. Super Bowl today as well, which we aren't going to cover, but we are going to watch. Just so you know, we will watch it. Uh, and we won't talk about it next week. No. So just know that there won't be any coverage. There'll be zero coverage on the Super Bowl. Unless but there's some huge yarn we might cover it on yeah, Thursday. Yeah, we might, but we probably won't. But obviously, we're not big NFL guys in that respect. So we'll probably just watch it. Yeah. Let's talk some sport. Okay. Tom, yesterday yeah. was a great day of fighting and yarn and yarn and fighting. Great day for Australian biffs. That's right. Now... There's now a, n- a new bona fide Australian brawler. His name's Bam Bam Tuivasa. Yeah. He is so fun to watch. He's such a vibe. His energy such a vibe. is fucking unbelievable. I've got to be honest. I've got to be honest. I didn't give him a shot. No one did. And obviously you have a shot because it's big boys throwing and, you know, a puncher's chance. But I just thought... That Derek Lewis, most knockouts in UFC history, fucking, he's been in big fights before. Ty's been fucking, t- Ty's like... Didn't he just fight Cyril Garn as well? Yeah, he lost to Cyril. He got stopped by but him. But still, like, he just fought for a title, yeah. exactly. Well, number three interim. in the world. Number three in the world, uh, Derek Lewis. And number 11 in the world, Ty Tuivasa. It doesn't mean as much in the big boys, but still. It means something. It means something, dude. And I, would just, I just didn't think it was going to get out of the first round. And I thought... Fucking, I thought Derek was going to flog him. Well, the thing is, though, he was he was not that unfavoured. I think he was a $2.50 underdog. Like, not crazy. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Robert Whittaker was, like, into the threes, I think. 350 potential underdog against right. Israel. So, he was more favoured than Robert Whittaker was, who we'll get to. But that motherfucker can just take a punch. Dude, he took some punches. When Derek had him on the ground and was just bashing his face, I was, I was like, like oh this bloke, and then, but he was like, but he was like, I'm determined to get up. He was almost fucking pissed off about the fact that he was yeah, on he was his getting back punched, yeah. and getting punched. And so he gets up and then just looks in with his look in his eyes. He's like, fucking starts, starts going again. for it. I love watching those big boys with the big bellies just, just go the big haymaker. Just jiggle around the yeah, ring. Yeah, and he's like f- constantly pulling up his like boardies and shit. Yeah, I yeah, call yeah. them boardies because they look they like look boardies. like boardies. Yeah. Um, and then he just gets that elbow in, and it was sort of so quick. And well, it got out of, it got out of the, the first round. It got out of the first, like, there was a bit more grappling than you would expect. These guys just were always, all the talk was they were just going to stand there and bang. Which they, were I, in the, they were in the clinch for, like, a lot of that first round. Yeah, but it, was, it, was, it wasn't boring. It was still interesting, I guess maybe because you also knew that, like, anything could happen. But it was like... There was more to... They both clearly respected the fact that they could knock each other out. And so, you know, they... 
whilst all the talks like we're just going to stand there and bang, it clearly was not as much. Or maybe it was them like also warming to the task. But once I got out of the first round, everyone was like, wow, okay, what the hell's going on here? But Ty landed a couple of punt before the elbow that did the job. He landed a couple of really good shots on him and he sort of like not wobbled him, but he looked a little bit like, holy shit. Derek Lewis seems like someone who you can not make quit because how the hell can I talk about someone quitting when they're in there? But like he doesn't necessarily overcome adversity super well is the vibe I have. And once Ty started landing some shots at him, he was a bit like rattled. And then that elbow, he had his head pressed up against the fence and then connected. So his head had nowhere to go either. He just jammed him. And like those ones where you just like, you knew it was over before he fucking hit the ground. Like he just sort of bent, doubled over. He like careered into the ground. It was fucked. I was shocked, dude. It was going, I was at the beach road with Listo. And, it would have been um, pumping down. And Dave, Ed, Dave. I was with all the listings. Ed, Dave, Andrew. It was. I was the fourth listing. Right. But, um, it was going. It was going off. It was going off. Sammy George doing shoeies. Was Sammy George down Sammy there? Sammy George doing shoeies in, in front of the crowd. Love that. Yeah. Lo- I haven't seen him for a while. I don't know. Is mate, he well? He's good. Still big and thick. Yeah, bet. Jacked. Shout out to Sammy George. <coughs> um, there was a feeling, I think, I wasn't at the pub, you were, but like there was a lot of videos get sent around. We got a few in the inbox and shit. There's some I saw online. Like, There's a real vibe around town, I think, from the general public on Bam Bam. Mm. Like, holy shit, this guy is actually fucking somebody now. Oh, he's somebody now. He'll be in the top five. And he'll be fighting big, big dick swingers now. And like, I heard someone talking. And he's so infectious. But like, yeah, he's already, he's a character, right? So he comes out to the music, he does the shoeys. But to get a highlight reel knockout on the Knockout King on a pay-per-view is like. As the co-main. As the co-main is like strap a rocket ship to his back. He's fucking huge. I think he got a couple of hundred thousand followers on IG overnight. What's he on now? He's on like six something. I'm pretty sure he's on like four. He's on five. Yeah, yeah I saw. Like that's as an example of just like how the star power rising. He's a star. He's been padding main events for years now. Because yeah, but he's been fighting nobodies. Relative, I'm, of course. But I'm saying more from the perspective of like Dana. Obviously knows this kid's fucking fun. The crowd loves him. Yes. Like when he walked out, it's it's, it's in Houston, and Derek Lewis is from Houston. And he still gets a fucking rapturous applause. Yeah. Like, he's popular wherever he goes. But they also, because they also were like, they were booing him before the fight in terms of like, when it's who they're going for. And then after the fight, they were all like, oh, this guy's, we love this guy. As in, not that they didn't love him already, but you're you're fucking coming out against the crowd favourite. What's not to love, though? It annoyed me that they didn't show the shoey. Is that like... Did they Why do that the on purpose? Why the fuck didn't they, they do I that? Think, I feel like they did that on purpose. Why No, because they showed another one later, like when he walked to the crowd. He's walking through the crowd. That's true. How can they just stuff this? They well, must have just fucked it. were saying that They as well. kept the camera on Derek Lewis for so long. I'm like, yeah. this is ridiculous. This is too long. Not to get political, but you know, apparently Rogan was left off by Disney. He was like, <laughs> he could have done it. Off the broadcast. But... Dana said he was he could have done it. Yeah, because he could have done it. Dana probably can't come out and say, yeah, they pulled him. Oh, Disney pulled him. Yeah. Really? Some people were saying scheduling... Co- really? That's the... 
I got the I got the impression that he was like, I'm just going to take a breather. Yes, and I, that's what I thought as well. And, and I wouldn't be surprised by like, that. That's fine, bro. If you want to take I, a breather, that's I sweet. saw, I was watching a bit of a fight companion that Brendan Sharp was doing. Sharp obviously friends with Rogan. And he, just the way he was talking, he could be full of shit, but the way he was talking was intimating that it was like, Disney were like, mm, we want to not fucking rattle the cages here. So just take a breather for this week and then... I, but, but that, to me, shows... Think what you want about Rogan. I'm, I'm not here to fucking do that, but like that's like a lack of support for your guy who's your commentator. I wouldn't be surprised if Rogan was like, I won't do any more commentary. I'm not saying that'll happen. Who the fuck knows? But that sort of thing, if that is the way it transpired, I wouldn't be surprised. Rogan always talks about, like, I don't need this fucking... Like, I love it. It's great, but, like... He's been doing it for ages. He's been doing it for for years. He used to do every paper. He used to do every pay per view as yeah. well. No, yeah. ma- no matter where it was in in the in world. In the world, yeah. Now he's now like, he only does the US ones. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Bam Bam on the fucking rise, like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Bonafide superstar now. Yeah. Super charismatic. So much about him, like. But now just you're this like a fucking. From Western Westie Sydney. from Western Sydney, yeah. like, on the big stage. Played Roosters mm. Juniors. Yeah, played Harold Matson. I think he played with Clary. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Clacker. Shout out to Motorino. Um, dude, I love it. So authentic. Yeah. Like, doesn't give a fuck. Doesn't give a shit. So sick to watch. He was so like, sick. what, like five beers deep before he even left the arena. Maybe yeah. three shoeies yeah. on the way out. Yeah. 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 Plus the one on the fence. So, yeah, four or five. Yeah. Unbelievable. I, um, someone, someone, I saw someone put up somewhere, but it was like... Um, Bam Bam paying like a dollar one to piss the bed tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, there was a couple, did you see that um, story someone tagged us in of them doing margarita shoeys? Oh, yeah. <laughs> margarita shoeys. As an ode to Bam Bam. Fucking and hell. Unbelievable. That's a, that's a new spin on a, on a classic margarita. That's right. Who do you think you'll fight next? Do you think you'll fight Cyril Garn? Potentially, I mean, I don't know. Like, Cyril Garn is... I don't want him to fight Cyril Garn next. There's a ch- He could. But, like, Cyril Garn is... Um, has shown that he can avoid getting hit, which is probably the only way Bam Bam's going to fucking win is to knock him out. Again, do I know what I'm talking about, punters and dribblers? No, this is opinion. But, like, Der- Derek Lewis and Cyril Garn fought and he couldn't get near him. Cyril Garn's just an, it moves like no one else. Like Francis couldn't fucking hit him. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. So Francis had to take him to the ground. And yeah, exactly. Like so, just I don't know. Lay all over him. Basically. Yeah, and Francis injured, sure, whatever. But yeah, like it's. I want the thing that's good about Bam Bam is just you want to see him just go in there, knock someone out, do a shoey, and have a good time. So like, do you need? He, but it, we can't do that forever. Well, we could if it's if you're getting paid. Not if you're top fucking five, bro. To a degree, I agree with you. You can, like if he fights someone next, you would assume in the top five. I don't think it has to be in the top five. Well, though. not necessarily. Let's say he's number five. You could be fighting six, seven, eight. Well, for sure. But if he wins again. Do you know what I mean? If you keep it depends winning, on what he wants as well. If he wants to go for the title, like, yeah, sure. If you keep winning, it's inevitable. Yes, it is. As you climb that ladder. Um, but then it's like John Jones, Steve Amiogic, Francis Ngannou, Cyril Garn's like, oh, fuck, I oh, know, they like, just, they seem, no offence to Bam, they seem like 
another level. A, a, a rung a up. A real another level. But you never know. Absolutely not. You can't like... Say that about Derek Lewis. Yeah, you, exactly. Exactly. And then he goes out there and fucking knocks him... Knocks him dead. I don't think... Can you check, Dave, if Derek Lewis has ever been knocked out before? I thought that was the first time he'd been knocked out. Crazy. Unbelievable. Definitely the first time I saw it happen. Um, anywho. Then Rob and Izzy fought. And... It was a very different fight. It was a technical fucking chess match of a game, of a fight. Um, close. I think it was probably fit. Like the result was probably fair. I Rob certainly was do, like seemed like he was taking the fight to Izzy more, and Izzy just sort of was able to st- sit back and Izzy just do whatever he wants. Izzy is so fucking elusive. That yeah. that reach difference is seven inches. Is so. Profound. Seven when inches. you're watching them fight, like the height and the reach, you're just going. You hang your hat on seven inches. Oh my god! Hang your hat you on. You hang it. your hat on seven inches. You walk around town like a motherfucker. Yeah. If you're rocking that seven inch you, thing. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm it's saying? It's nothing to trifle with. No, it's nothing to trifle with. Forget trifle. Yeah. This thing's legit. Now, the other thing that I thought was interesting is when Rob was clearly trying to take him down throughout the fight, would have trained heavily for that. When he gets him to the ground, Israel would just get back, get up, back up. Straight away, like, get off me. Yeah. And then, like, there was a couple of moments where Rob's on his back and shit. It looked like a little brother on his big brother. Yeah. They are m- very different sizes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Israel must cut a fair bit. Uh, he would. He's also, like, 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, like, he's fucking tall. And fucking strong. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's also put on some bulk. Um, you know what I mean? Like, as soon as he'd get him to the ground, he'd be like, nah, bro, I'm just going to I'm just going to get back up. Yeah, Adesanya's 1 meter 93 and Rob Whitaker's 1 meter 80. 30 yeah, centimeters. There you go. And Whit- uh, Derek Lewis has been knocked out. He's had four TKOs. Oh, shit. Surely Rob's on fucking crutches today. Some of those leg kicks were so nice. Yeah, he would be. But it I was still landed, a close fight. I think fight. he landed 11 or 15. It was 11 or 15 in the first round. Yeah, he got him good. But Rob is a Rob is the clear next best after Izzy. And it was fucking close, man. Like, I'd watch that fight again. You know what I mean? Like, now the next one they're going to say is Jared Cannonier, And Rob fucked Jared Cannonier up. Like, he's just so clearly the next best. But... It was Rob, I think the judges had Rob winning rounds four and five. So three and two were, st- were, were close rounds. Round one Is that what the judges had four and five? Five, yeah. definitely. Five, definitely. I'm pretty sure they had four and five in the press I conference. Thought he, I, I thought he that. won round two. That's why it was like, it wasn't so much like, obviously it was not, it was not a robbery by any means, but it was like, if he'd won it, you would have probably people still saying like, okay, that was... You'd still have people saying it's a bullshit call as well, but like... Well, one of the judges had it 4-1, Izzy, and the other two had it 3-2. Yeah. You can also like, you know... Um, it's, it's you got to beat the champ to be the champ, and it was... it was I would... It was I too close think, to I take it off he, him. I think if he won, the people would be like, that was ridiculous. Like yeah. Him. Potentially. You potentially. Know? Which you don't necessarily want to see. I do find it, like, and I don't know what it is about Izzy because I do like him, but he does, like, Rob is a class act and is just friendly and nice and Izzy just is a fucking prick about him and to him every time they fucking 
Like, well, even after the fight, when he's like, oh, when he's like, well, let's run it back. We'll do it again. He goes, yeah, I just told you then. Like, yeah, good little boy. Like, if you run boy and shit or something. I'm like, there's nothing classy about that shit. No, it was weird. Like, again, I'm not fucking riding Connor's dick here, but after a fight, he would always be... Sands, not not, not including bloody Poirier, two, three. Three, obviously. But every other time, generally speaking, he'd be pretty classy. Yeah. Look, I've got to be better or, you know... Hats off to him, he's Whatever. a good fighter. Izzy has something about Rob he doesn't like. I don't know what the fuck it is. I'm like, Rob's like the nicest Rob's guy in the like whole the UFC. the nicest guy you've ever seen. And Rob's like, you know, we're into the, a lot of the same things. Like, we could have been friends. So cute about I know. it, bro. I'm like, what the fuck is your problem? What, the, what, the, what does this guy need to do, Izzy? Like, to me, that to me says that he has holds him way higher than he does, like, anywhere else, anyone else. Like, he, they're obviously really competitive and at the top of the tree. And it's like he can't let himself like this guy because they're so he's so close yeah, yeah, to yeah, like. Yeah. Well, he's the only one at middleweight that's fucking anything. Yes, but I just hope that that's more what it is because otherwise, because again, I like Izzy. He seems like he is a good dude outside of the persona, but that way, like, you just can't hate Robert Whitaker. He just fights hard, owns his shit. You, you can't. You cannot hate him. I was just, I was Devo for him. Yeah. He was close. He had a fucking crack. That first round, I'm like, oh, this isn't looking good oh, at all. Oh dear, it's 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 happening again. Yeah, yeah, it's happening yeah. again. And he then gets he comes dropped out in the round, second round. He fucking had that, a real crack. That dropping was looked innocuous. We just caught him off guard. I, I was think. like, did you slip? I think it was maybe like a footing thing, timing, like just bang. Yeah, like but he sort of referred fight. to it as being hurt. Mate, it was crazy. He didn't. He definitely didn't slip. I'm just saying it caught him off guard a little bit. I don't know. I love the way he talked about it as well. Like this is just intimidating fighter speak. That like, I obviously you and I people who don't fight don't have. But he's like, yeah, I guess I just got to go and stomp the next guy out. I got to go and stomp stomp a bunch of the other guys out. Like like I will. Like he's sort of just talking about how like no one else in this division has anything for me. So I'm just gonna go stomp out a bunch of beaters, come back and fight for the title again. I'm like, oh god. Jesus Christ. The idea of like talking about stomping someone out, I'm like, oh. Just go stomp on beaters. Just go and stomp out the, the other opposition, then I'll come back and go for a third. You're like, crazy. Now, we turn our attention, Tom, to the next pay per view, I believe. March, March 5th? 5th Fifth, se- 6 or 7? 7? Seven? I think it's 7. Kobe Covington. Jorge, Jorge Masvidal. Now, horny. They were used to be teammates, used to live together and shit. Mm. What was the falling out over? I think that Colby started talking shit about uh, George when they both started to like get a bit more. But they were mates. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Together. But Colby was a Colby was fighting uh, either Damien Meyer. I think it was Damien. I think it was Damien Meyer in Brazil, and the UFC said to him that we're going to cut you even if you win. Because you're just not a fucking needle mover. So he went out, he beat Damien Meyer, then afterwards he stood in the cage and was like, fuck Brazil, you're all fucking dogs, like living in slums, place a shithole. Like he just went full heel. He was like, this is the only way. There's, there's some people who are like, Colby Covington's actually not a bad guy in terms of like who he is or was. But as a he's person. had to cultivate he's, this persona, this persona to, to the say, UFC. Yeah, and now, because he, but he's clearly also a good fighter. So it's not the only, but like. No, of course, of course. 
So he I'm just, just saying if they said you're going to get cut. He just know. came out and went hard and then it's just launched and launched and launched and gone harder. But in in so doing at some point has also ta- just like started taking shots at Mazadol. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, you used to live on my couch, dude. Like, what the fuck is going on? So I think it's like, it's real because it was like, you just completely, not to use a Rob Whittaker term, but stomped out our friendship. Hectic. Yeah. That's going to be fucking biblical. Yeah, it will. I think Colby wins it. I think he smashes him. But I would like for Masvidal to win. I don't. I don't really have a dog in the fight, as it were. I don't. I don't really care either way. No. Personally. No, I do like Masvidal, but I also like. I do actually like Colby as well. So do I. Yeah. I like, mean, I like his dumb bullshit that he brings. It's a little bit like taboo to say, but I I enjoy him. No, I do. I didn't used to, but then like again, it's like the curious thing. It's like. Life becomes so much easier when you embrace it as opposed to being like, dude, it's fucking disgraceful. It's like, no, dude, it's actually fun. Just enjoy it, bro. Yeah, enjoy it. It's, it's entertainment. Yeah. Be entertained. Allow, allow yourself to be entertained, yeah. bro. Allow it. Fucking Will Pekovsky. Yeah. Dude, he kicked a volleyball into his face. In the warm-up. Well, you're certainly not kicking a volleyball into your face during the game. No, you're not. And if you are, then you're, you're not playing. You're cricket. not playing cricket. You're playing volleyball. Yeah, and you're not playing volleyball correctly. What I'm trying to point out, though, is that he wasn't involved in a five-man game of ferocious volleyball. He was just fucking. He was just juggling a volleyball. Juggling a volleyball hits him in the head. How hard can you kick a volleyball into your face? That's like a, that's the real question. Because well, you can kick it hard into your face. Of course you can. You've got to like. Are you capable of it? Yes, but it's almost got to be premeditated. But no, I'm saying the I'm saying you can't kick a volleyball into your face that hard unless you unless were to you boot lean it into, into it, boot it into a wall, and then you're like off the wall in your face. Or you face. lean into it. Yeah, but even then, like just stand up and mechanically try and like see how like to kick something back at yourself like that is not easy. And also, like, why would you? Sure. I mean, we can get bogged down in semantics. I don't feel like we need to. No, let's just assume that he wasn't trying to boot a volleyball as hard as he can into his face, and let's assume he didn't successfully pull that off. I think it's a fair assumption. So let's say that if you're going to kick a ball into your face, it's probably going to be a light-ish touch. Do you reckon he tried to header it? That, to me, would be insanity if you've got head issues and you're headering volleyballs. I think from from the yarns I hear, he kicked it into his face. Now, as we know with concussions, the more you get concussed, the easier it is to get concussed. Yes, we do know that. So like what? a light bump or a relative light bump from a volleyball to the dome and he's out again. Couple of things. If, like how long would you need to take off potentially to sort of to see some sort of improvement or is he fucked now forever i know you can't answer that question because you're not a doctor i'm just asking sort of from my an open question from my relatively extensive understanding of the brain i heard it described once as like there's some sort of tissue in between the brain and the skull a malleable tissue type I wouldn't say it was malleable, but it's something that like there's some sort of 
like connective sort of tissue, some sort of fiber or something. And every, with every concussion, that shit sort of breaks Skull apart. Skull tissue. I th- that shit sort of breaks apart. And I don't think that heals. And I think that like keeps the brain re- in relative place. And then when you're fucking bang, you get a knock, it like... So it, 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 hold, it protects it. Well, it sort of keeps it in place and then it rips and tears and then it becomes looser and looser and maybe that's why the head, the brain sloshes around the dome. We well, can only it? rip and tear so often. For it's all ripped and it's all teared, torn. I think that we need to make the big call with Will. Or Will needs to make will the needs big call. To, yeah, it's not our call. Look, well, it's not our call. I'm talking as a collective here as a nation. Yeah. By supporting Will. But Will needs to make the tough decision. It's, Some, it's, I think it's time to hang it up. If you can't even fucking headbutt a volleyball, where you at, bro? And if it was a freak accident, then I almost think that you need to just like, the gods aren't in your favour, dog. But mate, you're going to get hit on the head again by a bouncer. If you can't even... Cop a volleyball. Cop a volleyball, like, where are we at? <coughs> Unless there is more to it that we don't know. And I don't know what that more to it would. I know he's got mental health problems as well. I don't know how, like, that doesn't give you concussions. But, like, I don't know. But are they, ca- is his mental health caused from the concussions? Potentially. 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 You know? I thought he'd been hit on the head. It was first reported as though he'd been hit on the head again in practice in the net. Yes. Mm. And then it came out, someone was like, nah, bruh, it was a fucking volleyball. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, I read as well that, like, the vast majority of all his concussions haven't actually been from, like, facing a bouncer. Like, he got a lot when he was playing AFL. There was a couple fielding or, like, running in between wickets. Yeah, like, he tripped over in between wickets or some shit yeah. and hit his head. Like, the, the bouncer narrative, not as true as oh so he doesn't often get bounced i think he's had a couple that have hit him in the head but like i don't think it's particularly of the the 11 now it's yeah 11 bro 11 is a lot and they keep happening he's played one test they're saying he's like the most talented since punter which is a huge call when you got steve smith rolling around but like he's very fucking good oh they've had tickets on him for ages yeah I heard, we heard about, well, I heard about him. We heard about the Balkan Bulldog long before. Five years ago, six years ago, him. seven years ago? Yeah. When he was just a, just a pup? Just an embryo. Just an embryo. He's 24 now. I think we knew about him when he was 16. There, I said it. Yeah. I feel fucking sorry for Wilbur Cobbs. Very sorry. Because if people are calling you the best since Ricky, when Steve Smith's rolling around, that puts him into perspective yeah. as to what he possibly was able to would have been able to achieve one test at least you got the baggy green you could argue yeah but i think we need i think saint heads need to prevail here because 11 concussions at 24 is outrageous they're happening in this innocuous fashion i think we just got to pack it up or at the very least have a couple of years off yeah you know yeah you're still 26 Maybe then you can come back. You can come back, but you need to you need to do nothing for t- for like two years. Yeah. Am I making that number up? Fucking oath, I am. Yeah. Does that even help concussions? Who knows? I don't know. Tom at the top said that he thinks that the ripping and the tearing cannot be fixed. He doesn't know that for sure. I don't. I know. don't know that for sure. We don't know that for sure. What, what we I, do know for sure is that we don't you know anything. Fuck this kid up if you keep fucking sending him out to bat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, surely doctors are... But, like, I, I do have faith in doctors in that situation. Be like, dude, you can't... Like, 
ultimately, I guess maybe you make the call, right, as the person. But the doctor well, yeah, goes, I, don't know. I would advise you to stop playing. To I stop feel like he would have already been advised after 11 concussions. You would think that, wouldn't you? Like, how many did Boyd Corder and shit have? Yeah. How many did Kerry had? Yeah. You know? And there's a worse, because they're getting knocked fucking cold most of the time or stumbling around. His is like, he starts developing concussion-like symptoms. So he gets a volleyball to the dome. Oh, okay, that was a bit funny. Then he goes out and he f- there were three balls played in the match and he's in the field and he's like, nah, I'm out. But his concussion symptoms can last ages yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. So, not good. Not good, dude. Very sad. And obviously it's upsetting because David Warner on his last legs, it would seem. Uzi Kawaj also as old as Methuselah. He is as old as Methuselah, who we've covered extensively in past podcasts. Shout out to Methus. We, it would seem, be in desperate need of a couple of openers to come in and start you ripping. Know, I wouldn't ripping mind like a tearing. again. I don't know like, but this is maybe a Matt Renshaw. But he's been batting down the order, hasn't he? I think you can get Matty Wrench back in there. Again, we are talking as people that basically know the Test side and a few of the throbbers as the batting like sh- the bat off happens every yes, summer. Yes, you could go. What about fucking Stanley Moore? Yeah, and we're like, like, oh maybe. yeah, he's got a great first class record and he's young. Righto, cool. Sure, sure, sure. It, Stanley Moore may exist. Send us his fucking highlights. Send a photo. Let of us him. run an eye over him. We'll run an eye over that stock. Like Josh Phillippe, is he good? I know he plays like twenty twenties really well, but I hear his name a lot. And I hear Phillippe's name. I can get around Phillippe at the top of the order, Eddie. Sure. I mean, does he open? I don't know. I don't. Does he? Does he bat? I don't know. <laughs> does knows? he like the longer format? Who, does he like red cherries? I don't know. All I do know is that the Balkan Bulldog Will Puskovsky was touted as opening the innings it's for the MBT. Country. Next big thing. The next big thing. And we were going to win tests on the back of him. Now, it's disappointing that we arrive here, but he needs to have a couple of years off, go drink some margaritas, chill on the beach. Get some margs into your will. Get out to like a Mediterranean country. Go and find yourself a really top-tier beach chair. Yeah. One that you know is honest and true. Dude, one that, one that also doesn't hold moisture. One that like you're able to get from in the Mediterranean oceans yep. back to the beach chair mm. and then you're... Dry yep. in a second. Yeah. It also doesn't need to be the Mediterranean. It, it can be. I just think that that's a really, uh, like a, a nice, that's good for the soul, that sort of, that heat. Yes. Pebble beach, like stones. You know those beaches where it's all stone? I get over the stone. That's why you have the chair, Eddie. Yeah. No, I get that, but I, I like the chair anyway. But I do get over the pebble. The pebbles, well, they get fucking piping hot. It's hard to walk on. Well, they get annoying to walk on. Sand is better than stone. Of course it is. But you need a change. Yes. Okay, we're looking for change. We're here. looking for change. Sand hasn't worked. Sand hasn't worked, mate. We need a change. We need no, pebbles I'm on, on the now. beach. I'm with you. He needs R&R. Yeah. And that involves a deck chair. It involves a good, honest book, Tom. A good, honest book. Well, a couple. He's got a, he's got a few years here. We'll get a book. Pukowski's, book, Pukowski's book club. Pukowski's book club. Get The a Balkan real, book club. The Balkan book Balkan club. club. Bang. We get a nice, deep... Umbrella for yes. deep shade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One deep. also that is easy to manoeuvre. Tell you and what, you Eddie, can move depending depending on the where sun. the sun is. But you can also get one of those deck chairs that comes with its own umbrella slot, and you're just yep. 
What you also want to have is like a side table built into that deck chair. Yes. Because you're going to have mugs brought yes. to you on and the now, hour. And now hour. all of a sudden we're at some sort of beach club where they do <laughs> club sandwiches. <laughs> well, <laughs> does it now we got some. But you can. We're starting to introduce some music into this thing. Yeah. Before you know it, he's up on the dance floor as well. Do you stay well, the fuck does, away from his well, head. How does sound go for the head? We get him some earmuffs. Or just plugs. plugs. Muffs is a bit Muffs too. Muffs well, make him look special. It's like yeah, they they make it, him people look, look weird. Like no offense we to him. We, we just don't want him to stand out from the no, crowd. No, you just want him to be. This part is of about it. keeping your head down, relaxing, rancho relaxo style. Yeah, horizontal season. Yeah, for for the Balkan bulldog. And earmuffs aren't a vibe in the Mediterranean. We all know that. It's too fucking hot. Ear, I know because earmuffs are usually fluffy. I don't know if they need to be. They definitely don't, but earmuffs fluffy, but then you could also have the labouring, the builders types, where you get the fluoro earmuffs. That's they're not called earmuffs, though. They're called... I mean, I would call them earmuffs, but you wouldn't call them earmuffs probably on a, on a work site. You'd probably get stomped out. Shout out to Rob Wicker. Where are my earmuffs? You don't have earmuffs. They're called... probably. What are they called, Dave? Uh, no, they are earmuffs. Yep. There you go. Sounds a little bit childish for the, for the work site. But we can get him some high-vis earmuffs if we have to. But yep. again, the music is more like for weekends, I think, when the Balkan Bulldogs are and are. From Monday to Friday, it's horizontal, it's pebble beaches, it's uh, deck chairs, it's margaritas. Club sandwiches. Club sandwiches and like seafood. I wouldn't mind Will getting a bit of a belly. I think he has to get a belly, Eddie. You know what I mean? He's got to get fucking, he's got to get comfy. I want him to get really comfy. Yeah. I want him to get a big belly. I want him to get a nice horizontal season T-shirt yep. that with all the buttons undone yep. and he's just got the belly out and he's got a club sandwich rested on it. Yeah. And he's he got gets a, a tum. He becomes cuddly. Yeah. Very fucking... Yeah, he's got cuddly in him as well. Yeah, so you I, can I just want to see him embrace the cuddly side. Yeah. Then he's got a pina colada, margarita, fucking Negroni, whatever. Whatever mood he's in. Yes. Maybe it's 10 o'clock and he's got a Bloody Mary. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. All that matters is that he's comfortable, he's got the tum, he's on the pebble because the sand not working, and he's he's in rancho relaxo mood yeah. because God knows if he continues the way he's continuing, then I fear for the longevity of his life. Yes. Not just his career, Tom. His life. His life. He needs to just go and slap that tum. You know slap I mean? that tum. Get a tum, Get bro, a tum. and slap it. Yeah. Get yourself the love of a beautiful woman. Or a man. I don't know which way he swings. Who cares? Doesn't matter. Love of a, of a human. Love of a human, bro. Uh, Tom, did you see Stuart Broad? Yeah, I, sent, I, I didn't read the article, but I was trying to work out, has he been dropped from their tour of the West Indies? What is going on with James this? James Anderson as well. They're he, just trying to what, usher in the new... He took to some sort of publication, maybe the yeah, Daily Mirror. Yeah, I think he writes, an, he writes an article for somewhere in England. He does. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? I took 11 wickets in the last two Ashes tests, which, you know, we're the number one test side in the world. So 11 wickets against the best, the best side in the world yeah. means something. Yeah. The English selectors don't... They, I don't understand how a bit of experience around a younger setup can't help. Is Joffre back? Not that I'm aware of. They must just not like him, dude. Like, I don't understand how... Well, they don't like the headband he wears. Well, who does? And he didn't walk. He didn't walk. Well, no, he's a, he's a shit bloke, and he wears a headband that is hiding some serious uh, erosion. Um, follicle erosion, they call it. They do call it follicle erosion. Um, 
he seems like a bit of a fuckwit. He celebrates. We he get we like you know, he wraps someone on the pads and he's already got his arms out running before he's even turned and fucking looked at the umpire. Like it's just. Mate, that. I read the article. What's it called? Like a celeb appeal or something? Celebration appeal. Like he's already celebrating whilst appealing. Oh, that's lame. Yeah. I read the article, and although I do think he's been hard done by, I kept thinking to myself, would Ricky Ponting ever write something like this? No. Like it was very, look at me, look at how hard done by I am. It's just, it was a bit. He's a whingy little pom. Crass? I don't know if crass is the right word. Nah. It was just a, it was like. Tacky. Whiny tacky. Yeah. It was tacky. Really, really tacky stuff. Mm. You know, if you're one of the greatest bowlers of all time, do you need to come out and pen this like fucking this oh, article about? Is he sort of? Is he like the sort of? Is he like a pussy who'd like dob? Is he a dibber dobber? He's a dibber dobber. Yeah. yeah okay. I, I get so. dibber dobber vibes. I get dibber dobber vibes. Again, I respect him as a bowler, mm. and I think he's been hard done by. But this, I got real dibber dobber vibes. Real tacky as fuck vibes from this article. You know what they say about Dibba Dobbers, don't you? They wear nappies. Wet ones too. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know that. Now. Are we saying Stuart Broad's got a wet nappy? It seems like it. Seems like he's pissed his nappy. Seems to me like he did and does. Seems, seems like to me like he wears nappies. Stu's pissed his nappy. Yeah. And he's not happy. And, and what you're reading is him wearing a wet nappy. Yeah. Bearing his soul. That's the, the article that he wrote is what you are going to expect someone to create when they're writing whilst sitting, sitting in, a wet in, in a wet nappy. A soiled nappy. A soiled wet nappy. He's, he's sitting quite literally in his own filth as he pens the article and it comes through. Yep. It comes through. It comes all the way through. All the way through. It's, it's showing. Yeah. If you know what I mean. I do. Yeah. Yes. It's, well, I, as a... As a I don't know if anyone knows here. I'm a father. I have two kids. I, um, you know it. You know what I'm talking yeah, but about. But you can tell when, a, when there's a wet nappy or when a, there's a soiled nappy because they swell. Looks like a baboon's asshole. It's like a humongous swollen mass that just is like is that, protruding. Is, is that urine or soil? Uh, well, it swells because of the urine. Yes, because it absorbs. And I mean, poo obviously is going to displace some of the nappy and make it more sizable as well but i think you probably have to do a pretty big poo for that to happen i think it is more about the urine when you're seeing a swollen nappy and i know what it looks like are they biodegradable we get biodegradable nappies but they aren't all biodegradable is that right yeah that's disgraceful i know think about how many nappies are used dude i go our, our rubbish bin is filled fucking sometimes twice a day just and there's just nappies. twice a day yeah sometimes with nappies not just how many nappies? nappies a day do you go through Give me a nappy uh, count on a bad day. On a bad day, yeah. On a bad day, you could go through like 10 a baby. 10 a baby. Potential, on a bad day. Like Evie will sometimes do like four shits in a day. Then you've got them when she wakes up in the morning, you got to change one. And then when she wakes up. Do they up, shit themselves overnight? Not usually. Usually it's wee wee in the night. Wake up with a big swollen Stuart Broad nappy. <laughs> and then they'll do poos during the day. Zoe doesn't poo as much. When Zoe was first born, it was poo city, dude. Poo city. So you were going through nappies with her, but a bad day, you, would, you could do 10 nappies. Mm. That's a bad day, though. I wonder how many Stuart Broad gets through. Bruh, well, he's putting, he's putting Evie to shame, I'll tell you that. He'd be a 15, 20 operator. Be, especially he? because of the size of his bladder, right? So he'd be going through a lot more piss. 
than a two-year-old child. Well, you'd assume so, but yeah. I think he's also got a weak bladder. So it's just dribbling constantly. It's, just, it's constantly You wet. need to change like a I think washer he, I on think his cock. Yeah, yeah, and he hasn't. He hasn't changed the washer He hasn't on his changed cock. the washer. He's just dribbling. Yeah, he's we dribbling. We need to get Ironside over there. I know he's not a penile, but he's a plumber. Well, he's not a penile plumber, no. but I think that the, the they, fundamentals are the same. Yeah, are they not? yeah, yeah. The, the skills are transferable. They're very transferable. Yeah. Changing a washer on a penis is surely the same as changing <laughs> one on a pot. We can only assume. Again, with limited... I don't know for sure. No, with I'm limited going plumbing vibe knowledge. vibe alone, yeah. and vibe has got me here. It's, got, it's, done, it's done well for us so far. Fucking oath it has. I think it's safe to say that you could change the washer on Stuart Broad's penis to stop the leaking, but will Stuart do it? It seems and like And would we want to? I don't want to go near it. No, I don't. But I, part of me enjoys seeing him in nappies. Wet ones. Too. Yes. Well, you look at him. You look at his. Uh, when he pay a bit more attention when you see Stuart next time in pants. The man's yeah. in nappies. <laughs> I, I've never been more sure of something in my no, life. It's a big dumpy ass because he's got huge and he's dumpy got nappies. It's too dumpy. It's way too dumpy. It's too dumpy for his frame. He's got he's got fucking he's got a nappy underneath his khakis. He's out of proportion. Yeah. Why? Because he's got a nappy on. <laughs> Shout out to the Australians playing the T20 series against Sri Lanka. Yeah, and one I of the, uh, thought that the marketing behind this series, top notch. Top notch, Eddie. Best I've seen. Yeah, definitely. Best um, I've seen. I, uh, I've watched every ball. I haven't missed a ball. Wouldn't miss a ball. Wouldn't, Wouldn't dream of missing a ball because no. you know why? I was told about it. Yep. Because I knew it was on. I knew it was on. I so knew it was on. Because I knew it was on, I was able to watch every ball. And because I knew it was on, I set my watch to it. Yeah. My watch was set. Oh, Australia's it. playing Sri Lanka in T20 this, one night this week, maybe. I'm going to make sure I'm watching it. Yep, 100%. Or, oh, Australia played Sri Lanka in a T20 last night. Thank God I knew about it and, and watched it all. Couldn't agree more. Now, as we were coming in here this morning, our dear friend behind the desk there, uh, David Aloysius Bloom, or D or Dave as you know him, pointed out that Smudge knocked himself out or concussed himself in this T20 we watched last and night. And he's missing the series. And he's missing the rest of this series. That's right. Not he's, the Pakistan series, this series. I was going to say, that what a waste of a fucking concussion. Uh, Dave, do you have the footage of that? I do, if the internet will oblige us. Well, so we'll see. We'll see. Right. Dave will load that up. Um, commiserations also to Steve Smith, who got passed in at the IPL auction. So he's not going to the IPL. Well, so he's had a basement price of 350 grand. So he's basically saying, I'm not going to India for less than that. Nah. And people are like, nah. Isn't that crazy? Did you hear about the guy called like Dave Smith, who was... Tim David. Tim David. <laughs> he's an Aussie. 75 grand was his basement price. He went for $1.5 million. Are you serious? Yeah, dude. Of no one knows who you are. Who fame. the fuck? They wasn't in any article I saw. Dude, they're like... When was this? They were like, the million dollar players. He wasn't one of them. Tim David. How what? the fuck does that happen? Tim David. He's, Tim David. He had a good big bash league, like batting. Yeah, some good, and he's, and he's, and his strike rates. Six, uh, yeah. he's, he's playing in the Pakistan Premier League. His strike rates are 200 currently. Tim David of no one knows who the fuck you are. Fox Sports didn't even put you in the article. Hobart Hurricanes... Tim David. Yeah. He's also represented Singapore in international cricket. Right. So he's a household Cause, name. Because the country boy got one and a half-ish. Paddy Cummins got 1.3. Paddy Cummins went from 3 million last time to 1.3. Yeah, but he, he was like overs the first yes. time. Like he got paid he got paid too much. Yes. And then did nothing. Did nothing. Like, mm. Barely played. David Warner 
went Delhi for Capitals. half his vol- But he's still got 1.1, I think. For fucking eight Mitchie weeks. Mitchie Marsh worth. got over a million. Yeah, I like that for Mitch. What about the show? Or was he already on contract? Don't know about the show. He might already be on contract. He must be. Show's rocking a prispus right now that is... You don't miss out on... Sh- you wouldn't look past the show, would you? Have you seen the show's goatee? No. Oh. Show's, show's rocking a goatee you can set your watch to at the minute. Show's a goatee guy. Show's a top-knot guy. He's a... Look, anything that's can be put on show, he'll rock. Yeah, he'll rock it. Exactly. Does that make sense? Yeah, top yeah. Knot. I'm on show. Like, he's a peacocker. He's a peacocker. He liked, you know, he had the big necklace at one point. Probably read the game. <laughs> or the secret. Oh, what's the secret? The secret's the, the like, fucking... Manifesting, manifesting you unlock things. Like, yeah, Do you know yeah. what the game is? Yeah, the game's, like, yeah. how to pick up chicks yeah. and shit. Yeah, right. Yeah. Look at that goatee, dude. I don't mind it. He's also rocking veneers. Of course. A goatee into veneers. Shout out to the dribbler who uh, actually re- reached out and said oh, that he'd give me free Oh, basically veneers below... Which guy? The guy from... Mullumbimbia zone? Yeah, he yeah. did. I'm not going to take it. I was, I'd was. i love free dental, but I'm just... I'm, well, yeah. it's not exactly next door, is it? Well, it's not, but it's more like... I. It's, it's also a joke. Like, I wouldn't want to fucking have someone... Have to like. Be well, put I out. think you I think. I mean? Well, I think you'd open your mouth and you'd go, "This is far more extensive than I thought." <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a lot of work here. The this is a knockdown rebuild. <laughs> yeah, this is a knockdown rebuild. This isn't a DIY project, no. mate. This isn't a rental. But shout out to that guy. Very kind of you. But I will just go to a fucking dentist and pay for it, like an Australian should. Yeah. But. <laughs> well, unless you got a health card. Uh, yeah, unless you're like fucking right next door to my house and you contact me in the next 24 hours but no it was like it was very very generous um so smudge knocked himself out david is that that is correct what you would have me believe why is half the screen taken up well because it's paused and they love oh gotcha my sincerest apologies that's okay here we go would you hold on pause it What's the context of this fucking... Oh, okay, so this is like... I reckon this is second last over, if that's Hazelwood bowling, yeah. They needed like something like 39 off the last two overs or something. Hazelwood... Sri Lanka did. Yeah, Sri Lanka did. Yeah, we're absolutely nowhere. Like three for 40 after like nine overs. Didn't look like winning. And then, yeah, Hazelwood conceded, I reckon, like 12 or something off the second last over. And we had kind of used all our specialist bowlers. So Stoinis ended up bowling the last over which included like a wide, I think a wicket. And then their like number nine batsman came in, hit a six off his first ball and then like a two and a three or something. Anyway, got it to a super over and then we creamed them in the super over. Okay. But, but so, this, Smith, so this was like second last over. Just they trying to still stop kind of in it. Yeah. He's trying to stop a six. Um, hope that this little thing goes away when it plays. We're going to not be able to see Smith here. Oh. 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 He saved the six, though. Nah, his foot was touching the rope when he jumped. So it it ended up being a six. That hurt my head. My head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He did. His head hit the ground. His head hit the ground He's seen those little stars. You know those stars you used to get? Yep. That used to happen. I reckon, like, you'd have way more concussions. Like, if you played junior footy... You'd have way more concussions than you realise you got. I remember it like when you'd get tackled on like the cricket pitches in the middle of those fields and your head would slam. And for a while there, you're like, like, I remember many a time being like out of it 
Yeah, ringing. Like not shit. stumbling can cut, like knocked out sort of shit. But no, just like, I've never, oh. I've never stumbled. I've never stumbled, and I've never been knocked out. I've only stumbled once. But I've had stars many times, and that was. And someone told me that uh, he's he's heard me mention him, but Josh Cohen, friend of the show, uh, knocked me the fuck out. Thank you, Josh, if you are listening. Thanks for listening, but thank you more for knocking me out. Now, Eddie, I want to just whip through a couple of things here because there's a few issues that I just want to touch on quickly, but we also want to get the fuck out of here so we can watch. Oh, we got some time, actually. We've got some dribbles. But we've got some dribbles to get to. Scotty James just cannot win an Olympic gold medal to save his goddamn life. No, he can't, but he was out. He was out. The, The other guy's too good. Do you know that Japanese guy won skateboarding gold? Oh, did he? What? Is that the same guy who won the gold in the skateboard? That's skateboarding? the same guy. Get fucked. Which I couldn't believe. I was like, is that true? That's the way it read in the article. Dave, please back me up. Isn't that fucking wild? But the I guy mean, that won uh, street, I'm pretty sure. Is the snowboard guy. I'm pretty sure. That's really? Which seems ridiculous. That does seem ridiculous. Mm. But I mean, you've got Sean White who was doing X Games gold and fucking first. Half well, maybe not the street guy, but I think, Dave? Uh, not... Mm. No. no, he competed as a skateboarder. He didn't win a medal, but okay. he, he competed, so he competed in, in okay. Tokyo as a skateboarder. Um, but he needed a... So Scotty James was, was his third run. I was watching it. His third run, he sort of... It was good, but he fucked out, out in the last. Ran like, out of Yeah, ran out of puff. Then this guy needed to basically beat Scotty's 90-whatever, and the run he put down was just ridiculous. 96. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Humongous. Going so large. Massive. How old is Scotty James? He's probably got another games. He does have another games in him. Got one more game. I reckon he's 28. Well, he's moving up though. He's 27. Got the 27. Yeah, there perfect. You go. 31. He's sweet. But he's gone from. He could have two more games, let's be honest. Sean White's 35. Mm. Yeah, but Sean White, he won at 31. So it's been done before. No, that's what I mean. I just more mean he's got. He might have two more games. But in he's him. gone from the bronze, goes to the silver. Gold's next. Has he not had a couple of sillies? No, bronze and silver. Uh, okay. That's all right. I mean, I just was really... Can't, but, like, it seems like when it's in between the Olympics, he wins everything, and then it comes to the Olympics, and he... I don't... I, I think that this Japanese guy was more favoured. He wasn't favourite. Okay, he wasn't favourite? No, no. Okay. No. Check out all these heaps of gold medals, Winter X Games, World Championships, Snowboard World Cups. Who did? So if you go this up... Is, this is Scotty James. Yeah. But yeah, if you yeah. go up to, like, Aspen, World Championships, silver. So it had sort of been premeditated a little bit. Is in for this year? Yeah. 2021. That's 20... Oh, there, right. Yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah. what I'm trying okay. to say? Who, who got the gold at I believe it was the Japanese guy. That run he put down was fucking ridiculous. Mm. Um, David, could you please... Could we take one step back and go find David Timmelson, or whatever his name Tim is, who David. got $1.5 million for the IPL? Who the fuck is he? How old is he? Like, I want to know. How old is he? Because I want to know, you know, what our chances are of cracking the IPL. He's 25. Okay, he's a bit younger than me, unfortunately. Six foot five. Yeah, big boy. All-rounder. Rod David, his father. Shout out to Rod. Rod, I find Singaporean cricketer. There you go. So his old man played for Singapore as well. Singapore not known for their cricket. Moved back to Australia when he was two. Yeah, so he's Australian. In the wake of the 1997 Asian financial crisis. What a crisis it was. (laughs) Um, yeah, but he's, uh, he's apparently fucking ripping and tearing in the South, uh, the Pakistan Super League. So, uh, Tim Davidson? T- just Tim, Tim David. Tim Davidson. David <laughs> no, Timmelson. <just laughs> Shout out to you, bro. Uh, and then how much has he got? Can we get to like what he, what he made, what he was, because his asking price was fucking 
Go to an article, don't you? Yeah, yeah. the news. $1.53 million. And what's he on? Like, what do they get paid in the Big Bash? Like, has he just gone from fucking... I think they get a couple of hundred. A hundred. Labashame was the first Australian to go under the hammer at night too. Went unsold. His base price is 186000 so Finch couldn't even get in. Unsold. Coulter Nile. Unsold. Smith, unsold. Daniel Pat Sam's Cunt. got sold. Yeah, Daniel yeah. Sam's of okay, Daniel Sam's. Uh, you know what's 000. interesting? We just won the 2020 T20 World Cup. I think there. some were saying that it could be because we're going to Pakistan and we might miss games. But like... Who in our fucking T20 side is going to be... Well, Dave Warner's fucking playing, though. Yeah, I think they're... I think they're and Finch isn't fucking playing in, the t- in, the, in Pakistan. No. Stan. How can you win the World Cup and get, like, no one bought? I mean, I think there's... Like, I don't think Zampa's put his name in. And Why same with... the fuck um, wouldn't Adam Zampa put his... Or is he under contract already? Uh, he might already be under contract. But they're different things. You don't not put your name in if you're under contract. Yeah, I'll check. Um, no, if oh, no, you're already under contract, unsold you don't players, put your name in no, for an auction. Unsold, unsold players from yesterday, such as Steve Smith, you're, Adam Zampa and Matthew Wade. He just didn't want to go. And no. I'm asking, does he know that? Or does I, he... I made that up because yeah. it says right oh, here what the truth is. Unsold players from yesterday, Steve Smith, Adam Zampa and Matthew Wade. So he was unsold. I can still be picked up. If a team asked him to also be re-entered into the pool, how did they've got new super? Sold? They've got new franchises. Lucknow Super Giants, <laughs> and and Ahmedabad's Gujarat Titans. How does an Adam Zampa of can't spin the ball fame not but, get picked up? But loves a T Twenty wicket fame because he 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 underspins it so much that people he exactly everyone. well the fact the lack of spin is in itself spin. Yes, it is. It's spin in the mind. Because you expect it to spin, it doesn't. So it's anti-spin. It's anti-spin. Pseudo-spin. Pseudo-spin. Correct. Reverse spin. Yes. Which means it doesn't spin at all. Um, All right. Cool. Shout out to... Wait, where's our boy? David fucking whatever. So go down to Aussie's still up for grabs. Mark Stoinis, Maxwell, where two players retained by their clubs. There you go. Um, Aussie's still up for grabs. Chris Lynn can't get a fucking run? Yeah, but... Is he past it? He's kind of past it. Is he? I don't think he scored a single. So Lin's sanity not a thing anymore. Lin's sanity not no. so. Lin's sanity seems cursed to like a season or two, doesn't it? Yeah, it's now he's ever it's he's sane again. Who's not picking up Billy Stanley and Jack Wildermuth? I know, I know, Eddie. It's a fucking disgrace. What That's about outrageous. Ben what about Matt Kelly? Who's not getting Matt Kelly for fifty-seven? You telling 000? me that Ben Dwarshus isn't worth a measly fifty-seven k? Tom, you tell me Aiden Carhill's not worth 38 grand. What about Nathan McAndrew, Eddie? Or Liam Guthrie? Not to mention Liam Hatcher, for fuck's sake. Or Jason Sanger of Loves a Sanger fan. Yeah, mate, yeah. the Sanger brothers, Jason and Tan. I was wondering whether they were yeah, brothers. They are. Or cousins. Or sisters. They could be. Uh, all right, where's our boy? Keep going down, Dave. I want to find our new rich boy. Um, Tim, Tim David. Sold for $1.53 million. That is fucking outrageous. Good on you, buddy. That is insane. Now, you're talking about Lynn Sanity. Now, that's Lynn Sanity. Tim David would have gone on one of the great rips and tears last night, surely. Well, you'd hope so. He's in Pakistan, though, so I don't know whether you can. Why not? Well, I don't know what the fucking rules are. Is he in Pakistan? I thought he was playing in the Pakistani Super League, oh, yeah, yeah, batting yeah. at fucking 200. 
I'm sure there's some Western hotels over there where they let you to rip and tear. You, uh, you, you hope <laughs> oh, so for Tim's. Great. The team is playing for is called the Molten Sultans. The, I love that name. The Molten Sultans? Can we have a look at the Molten Sultans? Dude, I love the Molten Sultans. The Molten Sultans. They might be officially... Representing the city of Molten. They are... Is a sultan a king? Well, it's a, it's, an, it's, a, it's a king of sorts, yeah. The Sultan of Brunei, you know what I mean? Like it's a, maybe it's like they don't call it a king, they call it a sultan. You know what I'm fucking saying. That's what I'm telling you. Like an emperor. But a, but a sultan. Pretty Same much, thing. Yeah. Not a molten sultan, though. Well, a molten sultan's a different kettle of fish altogether. If they you're are. a molten sultan, then you're, from a, you're a sultan from molten. Yes. That Mal- we do know. That we do know. Can we confirm that they are our official Pakistan Super League team? I've confirmed it. The Molten Sultans. Yeah. They came in 2018. Captain by Shah Shah Malik. Yeah. Was him Akram. He was appointed head coach. Love that. Was he? Was he a cream? <laughs> Molten Sultans. Molten Sultans. Good. All right. Sponsored by Pepsi. Not bad. Perfect. It's okay. I'm not a huge Pepsi fan. I've changed. I think we maybe move on to dribbles. I don't know if there's anything else in this sort of... All-star, All-star game. Oh, the All-Star game. I knew there was something else. Those dancers. The war cries at the start were so sick. So good. I dude. reckon they were the best I've ever seen. Yeah. They were good. They were very good. And I loved how after... This is... I don't know. You know how I'm now like Mr. Emotional. I'll cry at the drop of a hat. Yes. I got emotional mm. during those fucking dances. I was the same. When after the Amari one, when they all went and fucking... I don't know what it's called, so I'm not trying to be culturally insensitive, but when they sort of like put their face up against the other, like they did. They it was beautiful. Against the indigenous guys' faces, I was like. It was beautiful. This is getting me emotional. It was lovely. I was like, any more emotion and I could have started crying, which is, you know, again, just where I'm at. But it was fantastic. It was unbelievable. And how the indigenous boys had the white paint on their faces. Mate, it was the best indigenous war cry I've seen. Yeah. I think comfortably. Yeah. It was so sick. It was cool. And it went for a bit longer. Yeah. So you could really get, get into, into it. work. Yeah. Well, they could get into their work and we could get into our work watching them get into their work. Correct. It was sick to watch. It's, it's a real... I think it's sort of cemented now. At least I hope it yeah, is. Yeah, it a, has to be. It has to be. Shout out to Brad Parker, fastest tongue in world sport. Not Brad no, Parker, Morgan, Morgan Harper, Harper, sorry. Mate. That tongue. That tongue did a bit. Did plenty. Oh, mate, that thing was like, you couldn't even see it. One of the great pickups. Lucky they slowed it down for the, I know. the dribbler. I know. Lucky that was in super slow-mo. Dude, that was like a bee's wings. That thing makes a noise. It goes like so a hummingbird. Quick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that thing fucking... Unbelievable. Uh, but it was good to see footy back. It too. was great to see the footy back. It was great. The game was good. Good to see the footy back. I'm horny for rugby league again. I'm horny. You, me, Michael, and Sebo started talking shit to each other in the about even chat group, just a bit of rugby league back and forth, and I was like, oh, yeah, oh, I've missed this. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah, I've missed this. I'm looking forward to it. About even coming back soon, uh, but it was it's good to get back into a bit of a fucking dribble. Oh fuck yeah, very good to be. A Couple of trials. Dribble. How about the Broncos? And this is I'm looking at you, Denning Kemp. Fucking the Broncos beat the like seagulls fifty to six, and it's like, oh, the Broncos looking fucking great in trials. Broncos are back. 
Oh God! It it just it screamed of a Tigers standing O at half and full time in a trial match. Well, I mean, look. At least the Tigers did it against the Manly Seagulls. The Broncos are fucking doing Understrength. it against the Seagulls. Listen, what happens to sides when they become shit is they become institutionalized to shitness. Mm. So winning trial games against the Seagulls is like basically winning the comp. Yeah. And you can see, even people like Den and Camp, who are supposed to know a bit, mm. get wrapped up in it. Because yep. he's like, oh, fuck, we get the spoon, we come 14th, we stink. And then you get a you get a trial win against a Seagull side who, are they even in the fucking Queensland Cup? They're God a feeder knows. side. They're a feeder side. Who knows? Who cares? But that's what happens to you. Yeah. You, you fall apart at the seams. Yeah. You start celebrating trial wins against nobody. Against nobodies. So well done to the Broncos, though. That's it. Seems like they won their grand final on the weekend. Well, th- well you pack it up. Mm. Why play the season? You've premiers. won your grand final. The preseason premiers. You've won your grand final. Yeah. Why even play? Why even turn up? You've done it. Adam Reynolds can tell people he's won another comp. Yeah. And off you go. Standing O's. Standing O's. Standing O's. Uh, should we dribble? Let's do it. Yeah, T E double D. Step one undie dribbler here. Um, just listen to a yarn earlier about the uh, Tyler. The Tyler. Is there a Tyler called Tyler? Well, I'll throw this one at you. Clap your ears around this one. I am a landscape gardener and the surname. <laughs> you better believe it's gardener, baby. And, uh, yeah, it's, you know. I, I get a I get a few jokes here and there. <laughs> Come do my gut. <laughs> but um, yeah, it looks great stuff. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it sucks sometimes, you know. My dad was dad was in the fire brigade. Brother-in-law's a fucking tactical ops cop. My cousin, well, she just plays fucking cricket for Australia. And uh, yeah, I'm a gardener, like my fucking surname, like a loser. So, uh, but anyway, hope you're all well. And uh, see you soon. Nothing wrong with being a gardener, bro. No, fuck no. There's nothing wrong with being a gardener. Shout out to our gardeners out there. Mate, it's the one of the, I would assume, older... It's probably the oldest profession in the world. So they try to say prostitution is, but we've been tending the land before we were selling out... Selling or, our fans. Selling our orifices for cash. Yeah. Gardening the oldest... Known profession. Known profession. That's right. A gardener named Gardener. I like it. I like it a lot. I didn't the do only, first name. The only difference I would say, shout out to that gardener, is that people generally use your first name. So, like, if you're a Tyler named Tyler, it carries just a little bit more, Certainly I more. think, than the last name Gardner. Yeah. Unless you get Gardner all the time. Yes. In which case it makes... I tell you what probably works better is, I mean, if you can't because Gardner, not a first name, we know well, that. Well, we don't know that because NFL quarterback who plays right now for the Eagles, Gardner Minshew... I stand, we stand. We stand, corrected. corrected. Gardner Minshew. Okay, there you go. So, bro, get your name changed. Get your first name to Gardner and then come talk to us. Do you reckon there's anyone out there named Gardner Gardner? There we go. That's the next one. Gardner, who is a gardener? Narrowly Meadows over at the NFL. No, as in like his name is Gardner Gardner. Oh, as in first and last name is Gardner Gardner? Yeah. You'd fucking hope not. His parents would be should be locked up if that is the case. Locked up. Uh, let's move on. Hey guys, it's the uh, Sunshine Post here. Um, just 
quick question. Who's more important to Australia, the Australian Open ball boys and ball girls or the blokes who cover up the pitch during the Ashes? Um, Fruitcake, sorry, fuck fruitcake, carrot cake forever, Tom's shitty immune system ever. (laughs) Well, I'd ask you this, mate. What a, this, is a, this is might be the dumbest question. I'd ask you this. What's more important, the Ashes or the Australian Open? Anything. Or anything. The ball kids or the fucking, the greenskeepers? The Ashes is the most important thing known to any Australian. So, Also, like, if the ball kids weren't there, the tennis players just have to get their own balls. Big fucking deal. If those guys, the, the groundsmen aren't there looking after the pitch, we don't play cricket. So, get it together, bruh. Appreciate the question, but get it together. I've, I've played a lot of tennis in my life. Mm, same. Probably not shitloads, but I've played a lot. Mm. Never had a ball boy. Never had a ball boy either. How about those, do you remember when you'd have tennis lessons, they'd have those PVC pipes, and you just go on like, dunk, dunk, <laughs> dunk, dunk. Great. That's an ingenious way to collect balls. While we're talk- on the topic of ingenious shit, I've only just become, I've only just come across in my life as a young father, don't know if anyone knows, got two kids. Um, hair clips are one of the most ingenious inventions that I've ever seen. I didn't know how to put one, like get, use one. Evie's got long hair. I don't know how to fucking use it. And I was like, this is a fucking nightmare. Now that I know. What do you mean you didn't know how to use a hair clip? I bet you don't. A hair clip? Yes, I do. Do you know what a hair clip is? Yes. What is it? Those plastic things, and then you push them in. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? I am blown away by the simplicity and the effectiveness of those. Okay. Aren't you? Think about just the way someone's got to come up with this weird little fucking thing, and it works mm. perfectly. Do bobby pins get you going as well? Nah, see, I've never really used a bobby pin, and apparently they're not as good from what I'm hearing around the, the, <laughs> the, the mother's groups. Have you? Have you? Can you braid yet? Fuck no, dude. I can just get it into a ponytail or like a, you know, pineapple on top of the head. But like... I can plait. I can't braid. Plaiting's relatively straightforward. But it's more just about successfully separating the hair. That's probably where I struggle. Well, you just, you need three and then... Do, 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 do. I can, I can plait. I can plait. I can put the plaits in. Don't worry about that. I'm sure you could. And I'm sure I could. But I, I don't know prefer- about you. No, no, I can plait. Don't worry about that. You didn't know what a fucking hair clip was. I knew what a hair clip was. <laughs> but to see them in action is... To really know what genius is. It's simple. But again, that thing can't be improved on. It's an idea. It's always going to work. It's always going to be good. There isn't anything better than what that is. In, like, There's no improvement to that thing. I'm with you on that, Tom, in that I've never used one for the purposes of parting hair. But at my school, they were commonplace to keep people's little kippahs, little Jewish hats on their head. Right. So it's like attaching okay. something. But I've never used it to make hair look different. But you would use it to keep your, your kipper on your head. Yeah. Yes. I and mean, the, and I wouldn't want it to stay on my head, but But I get yeah, the, well, yeah. but like but it would work, right? Yeah. Attaches two things yes. together. This yeah. with Evie, you just push it along the side and just doosh, and the hair is out of the face. It is wild punish dribbles. Anyway, that ends the hair clip conversation of the podcast. Uh shout out to tennis. Shout out to that dribbler, but really shout out to the groundsman, I think, Eddie. Is that fair to say? And the hair clip. And the hair clip, number one. G'day, boys. Uh, moderate time listener, consistent listener, first time dribbler. 
Uh, a bit of a question here slash potential nostalgic moment. So my older brother of disgustingly huge manly fan fame uh, would probably be a brookie over a family member's wedding fame. Now, uh, I'm not sure if you boys remember, but being manly boys, one would assume you would. My brother back in the day actually brought a brick at uh, the front of Brookie Oval, which cost him $500 for the donation drive to keep Brookie alive when he was young as fuck. I don't actually think he had a full-time job either, so that uh, took a while to save up for. Uh, this is his prize possession, and room has it that he does go here regularly and do some type of etch manly prayer. Probably cleans the brick as well. Bit of a sicko. Uh, question, did you guys buy a brick? Do you know others who bought a brick? And does this in general make you a bit toey for the footy season to see dribblers in full swing? Anyway, boys, love the potty, love the punter, love the dribbler. Beer soon. Money's premiership soon. Modern day rom-com ever. Thanks, boys. I didn't buy a brick, Tom, I, did you? I also did not buy a brick. But shout out to that guy for buying I'd a buy brick. I'd buy one now. I'd, bu- I'd buy the fuck out of a brick now. I'd buy... Know that. Know that we would buy a brick if they were if they were going. They're going now. We're buying them if they're going now. I was in the 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 the, the church I was at on the weekend was in Manly, and yep. it was nice to get back to sort of my spiritual homeland. Mm. Have you seen the movie Dune? Not yet. I know this sounds weird. It's a good movie, if not for the ending. It sounds weird that you pronounced it like that though. Dune. Yeah. Oh, fuck. June. 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 I know. I get but it. It's the, yeah. I get it. Like, if would I'm saying. Say, would you say I'm hopping in a dune buggy? Yeah. You would. But then I, I wouldn't, but I might say dune buggy. And I'd call it a sand dune, not a sand dune. Mm. But when we go to the dunes and just camp as friends. You don't go to the dunes, though. You go to the dunes. No, but we would call it the dunes. Like, let's go to the dunes and have a. Oh, have a rip as like a joke. Well, that's just how we call it. Yeah, let's go to the dunes. Not the dunes. Anyway, good movie, whatever. Basically, he, Timothy Chalamet, who I'm now a huge fan of. Mm. And the movie is sick, by the way, if not for the ending, but sick. He is like, he doesn't realise that he's part of this other culture. And then when he gets and steps foot on this other planet for the first time, it's like, like, holy fuck, I'm like this spiritual connection. I'm like, that's what it's like every time I get back to Manly. I'm like, you know, there's a, this is where I need to be. And so being back there on the weekend, I was like just feeling the ground and like, fuck yeah, this is footy season's coming back. I was so horny for rugby league. Just being in Manly made me horny for rugby league. Good for you. Well, the man was asking about being toey for rugby league and I'm like, bro, I got back into Manly. And I'm saying good for you. Right. You know when you say good for you though, it's usually like that's where we stop talking. Or like when someone's like, oh yeah, good for you, bro. You're like, oh, okay, that seemed a little bit like... A little bit rude. I was just telling you how... I'm excited that you're I was, horny. I was telling... <laughs> I'm excited by that. Mm, mm. You know, like, I'm, I'm opening up about my experience, about, about Dune, about Timothy Chalamet. And to just say good for you, <laughs> to me, doesn't foster any conversation. This is... This no, is but where, you've, you've had your moment. So now you start... Mate, do you know what I mean? It's like not we're about in the drip, We're in the dribbles. We're not going to go on for fucking 30 minutes about you being grounded. We could. No, but it's not about that, Eddie. What's it about? I'm saying good for you, buddy. It's, it's, I'm proud of you. It's, it's about, this is, whatever the time is, this is where Eddie at the podcast will just start like wrapping absolutely everything up because he's like, I'm over it. This is over I'm it, I'm actually Eddie. not over this it. This is over it, Eddie. 
This is Monday. I really like Dune. Some would say June. Most would say June. Some would also say June. I think 95% of people would say June. Well, Australians. Mm. I don't know. In America, it's all Dune. Yeah. I will say this about the American. They have at least phonetically got it correct, I would say. Because of the spelling, you mean? Like just D-U-N-E? Well, it's a D, is yeah. it not? Yes. It's a D. I at least think trying to be a D. June is a month. It's also the, my birth month. But sand dune doesn't sound right. Sounds stupid. Sounds stupid. But you know what I'm saying. But I'm with you. There you go. Good for you, Ed. <laughs> See, I didn't take offence to that. No, that was facetiousness. You know? I, was ha- I was happy with that. Nah, but I think you knew what that was about. That was me, salty, that you didn't want to talk about Dune. <laughs> and coming back with that same energy. I was actually in Newport on the weekend. Shout out to Newport. Great part of the world. Just wanted to get that out Good there. Good for you, bro. <laughs> See? How was it? It's good. Yeah, did you do anything special? Uh, walked around, took the pooch for a fucking stroll, got breakfast. Great. At the next dribble, Dave. There you go. Next, next dribble. Thank you. Thank you. Let's go. Fellas, just uh, sitting around the campfire in the rain, dribbler here. Sure. Uh, Good for you. Just yep. a simple one. Who do you think would win the fight? Uh, Tom and Eddie, you guys, versus two Denon camps. Love to hear your thoughts. I think Denon might grant a pan you, but he's also a bit of a beta, so. <laughs> You guys mightn't have that. Uh, like let me know your thoughts. Be soon. Then fucking cream hats forever. Give me a P and D's hat. Give me a green bat. Give me a baggy green. Love you, bye. Mm. We won't be doing either of the last two requests. No, but thanks for trying. Yeah. How would Tom and I go against two, two Denons? We'd get the shit kicked out of us, I think. Look, comfortably. I don't think that it, I'm breaking new ground here by saying that. Kempi would have us. He would beat the shit out of at least me. I, I would, think, I'd offer nothing. I think one Kempi would be a fucking handful for both of us. Depends. Like, can I weaponize? Well, I don't know, actually. That's a good point. Like, are we able to just use... Like, can I, like how dirty can I fight? Yeah. Is he going to come in trying to, like... Can you bite him on the cock? Is he thinking this is a gentleman's agreement and he comes in looking to get the, the hooks in, but he doesn't realise that I've got a bat? Yeah, I think what would have to happen is like go one has to like go low and just wrap up his legs and just hold onto his feet. You I could I, mean? I could probably I could try and play a role. Like there. if we were just to try get him down and you just hold onto his feet, like I just knee him up. Again, this is there's two of them. Yeah, you got two of them. Oh, we're mm. fucked with two of them. I, one. I, what about you and me just against Kempy? I think that's how we have to think. Look at this because two we're done. I think maybe we'd be a sniff. I think we're a sniff with, with us, but it's like, again, tactically, you wrap up his ankles. I'd go low, low, low. And just hold. Yep. And, and then, then I can the sort top. of stand up and, you know, ground and pound. And then, oh, like and kick then, him. And then, maybe, and then maybe I can slide up and... Yeah, start biting onto his Johnson. <laughs> or even just start with the thighs. Get a bit flirty with it. Mate, if I take the knob off, it's all over. I don't think you want to remove a man's knob. But I'm, it depends if you're fighting to the death. Well, no, if you have to, you will. But I know that... Depends I, what I'm fine for. Yeah. This is points. I'm not going to do that. No. This is to the death. If this is life... Then he's Johnson's gone. Yeah. Sayonara. Sayonara Johnson. Don't know what that means. <laughs> that was like a Mexican 
twist on a Japanese there word. There was flair. There was flair on a Japanese <laughs> word. Flair, I'd call it. Yeah, yeah, no, it was, it was flair. Yeah. Um, know that. Let's move on. Deal, deal, Dave. Got, got, a cricket, got a dribble about deaf cricket, mate. Um, so played soccer with a dude called Rich Alton. Six for four, 100 kilos. Super athletic brother. Um, and basically, hey, in one ear, one ear he was one ear he, he could hear, and the other ear he was fully deaf. And in the winter he played soccer, and in the summer he played cricket. And he actually represented Australia in deaf cricket. And we said, oh, Richie. Pal, what's, what's the difference between, you know, you know how blind soccer, they have the bell on the ball, sort of stuff, sometimes they modify games. And we go, Richie, what's the difference between deaf cricket and normal cricket? And he goes, he looks us in the eyes, he goes, oh, well, deaf cricket is normally the same, but there's no one can hear, so we appeal every ball. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, here I am, the deaf cricket dribbler, huge hogs, never, thick ropes forever. Sure. Sure. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. It does make sense. It does make sense. That'd be tough for the umpire, who I assume can hear. Well, you'd assume so. You'd assume so. You'd assume so. Anyway, yeah, I'm going to take that one as a comment. Well, as a joke. As a joke. Well, it might be true, though. Uh, yeah, I try to research a bit about deaf Could cricket. Could be true. It did seem like the rules were, like, all but the same. Well, like, yeah, right? Really it's have the same it, yeah. fucking thing. Well, I'm sure it's the same. Yeah. Just can't hear the nick. You'd assume. Yeah. Mm. Joe Burrow looking. Yeah, looking like an alpha. Yeah. Looks like it's business time to me. Yeah, boys. Uh, The the dribbler here, formerly known as the Ambo Dribbler. Was it? Only one without a helmet on. Genius. Just branding. Like, why the fuck would you have your helmet on? No one can see your face. I don't know. Team Unity. Well, I'd, yeah, maybe, but like as a quarterback, only one without a helmet. Well, on. there's, there's the guy there's down the back one. there, but like not really. I wouldn't. It's probably the look how big the, the team is. Do you reckon they know everyone's name? <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm sure they do. There'd be one definitely, <laughs> but especially yeah. when everyone's got a helmet on, how are you gonna go up to some random bloke and say, "Oh, it's Josh"? Like, no, I mean know? like your fucking teammates. You reckon, but like though. even the guys on the special teams who do nothing. Look at Joe. This is branding 101. Bengals walking out on the ground. He likes he likes having a little bit of like a lick of hair, sort of. Yeah, yeah. He is as like good old American boy. Mm. Sure. Set your watch to you know what I mean? Type thing. Yeah. Is he from Louisiana? He played at LSU. I don't know. Short back and sides, Captain America. Yeah. Southern boy. I don't even know if he's southern or not. I just get that vibe. I'm on Team Bengals as well. Fuck LA. Well, they've never they've never won, so I'm definitely on. Born in Iowa. Don't know if that's middle or no idea. Wherever the fuck. No idea. What's the time? Uh, Ten twelve. How many more dribbles we got, Dior? Mm, Probably five ish. All right, let's go. Let's power through them. Yep. Yeah, boys. the, the dribbler here, formerly known as the Ambo Dribbler, because I've now quit my job because fuck that industry. Okay. Now, now known as the the Physio Dribbler because I'm a physio student. Hmm. Sure, good for you, bro. Just uh, started on the um, potties for the new year, uh, and I'm up to now where you played me last dribble. Um, you boys were very interested to see my dreads. As I said, happy to show. Will show. 
just uh, let me know how I can do that. Um, just to clarify some things here, I'm going to say this. I am, I am part African, therefore my, my hair is, is very coarse, very thick, and extremely wavy. Um, wavy to the point of fuck, they, they tangle within each other constantly. There is nothing I can do to avoid dreads aside from keep a fucking brush or comb handy all the time. And every spare second I get, combing the fucker out. Far too much pain to go through, so I just let it fucking do whatever it wants. I get and that. And also, nice. had dreads before, took your, before I took your advice. Um, okay. They were decently lengthy then. Uh, and they, as you, as you put it, they, are, they have gotten into their work. <laughs> they're doing their thing and they're growing proudly. I intend to keep it for a very long time. Uh, I hope that answers your question. Um, let me know how I can send you boys a photo. Peace out, motherfuckers. Peace out, bro. That Peace has out. cleared things up. That has, because he's obviously got hair that is prone to dread. Like yes. Mine, for his, like, mine just probably will not dread unless I went and got it like dreaded you know what i mean my hair ain't the dreading type you yours t- possibly could I've got, I've got dread hair yeah. your hair could go dread because you've got some you got a bit more of that coarse hair as well I'm, i've got coarse steel wool hair it's thick as fuck it won't quit mm. but I this gentleman it, seemed to already have some dreads but he well. but and he and as he sort of pointed out unless he brushes it 24 7 it will dread up so it seems inevitable for mm. him yeah no one wants to put himself through that no but thanks for getting in touch bro yeah. because i was concerned initially you can just dm us a photo of your dreads that's fine that's fine that, that'll work that's that'll that'll do that'll um nice let's move on g'day boys the uh red baron dribbler here uh big listener just wanted to know your opinion on uh the beijing uh, olympic games the two-man luge in your opinion is that a big day because i'm watching it right now and i can tell you it's uh She's like an extremely big day to me. Anyway, uh, be soon. See you later. There's a lot of weird events at the Olympics, let's be real. Have oh. you seen photos or videos of the two-man luge? Have no, not. I'll need to see a photo. It's... I'll need to see a photo of the two-man luge. Like, I'm assuming they top and tail each other. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. Right. Like, how, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. hey, Dad and Mum, look at the sport I'm getting into. I think we can all acknowledge, though, surely, that the Winter Olympics is pretty fucking weird. It is weird. I, can we use that I, as a podcast I, photo for today? Yeah, that we're, we're doing that. I don't... I, I don't know how it's a thing, the Winter Olympics. There's just not enough that's, like, really value, you know what I mean? Like, There's not enough valuable how fucking many events. Fucking, the events are so fucking weird. I'm like, like, how many people literally do this on the weekend? I don't... How often do people do this? Why are you dedicating your life? No disrespect, but why are you spending time doing the two-man luge? Like, what the fuck is that? Surely it's niche, even in Norway. What do you mean, surely it's niche, Eddie? It is niche. But maybe not. What do you mean, maybe not? We know it is because I've never fucking seen two dudes laying on top of each other like that going down but an ice. I'm saying... I'm saying... In Norway, is two-man lose like all the rage? It might not be niche in Norway, but like, it's just always seems strange to me that two continents, basically, in South America and Africa, and Australia, call it three continents, basically just like excluded. 
Like, I know we participate, mm. but it's for Europe and North America, let's be honest. It's a stupid fucking... I'm sorry, Winter Olympics... It's for two dumb. continents, let's like, be honest. If you're a snowboarder, a skiing shit, like those, the Red Bull events, the X Games, and that's where you guys should be doing that's your enough, That's surely. enough, Surely it's, that's and it's, enough. But it's also better. It's built around that sort of stuff, and you've got other weird things in there. Look, I mean, that may offend some people, but... If you're being fucking honest with yourselves, the Winter Olympics is weird. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. Eddie, I think we... David, should we wrap it up there or should we get through these final ones? We can do one more. Okay. I think this one's a good one. Um, I don't know. Let's hope so. You've heard the anthem before, mate. Wanted to bet on it. John, Eddie, King of the East, your Dave. Just wanted to point out that Josh from TikTok, also no chin tone, wouldn't be able to uh, hold a towel. Having no chin, you grab each side of the towel, you use your chin to clamp the middle, and you fold it. So there goes this fucking housekeeping for you right there. Anyway, we're going to premiership soon. See you soon, boys. Enjoy. That's a great point. It's a great point, Max. And funnily enough, I don't think I've ever seen a folded towel in Josh's possession. No, he's he's got hooks everywhere. He does. Hooks every. He's a hook guy. He's a hook guy. Has to be, because he's got no chin. Has to be. Uh, that's another podcast in the books. Yep. Shout out to the punter. Shout out to the dribbler. Uh, see you on Thursday. Bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs> <laughs>